Hey, everybody. This is Albert Campo with the Cantina MX podcast. This is episode 186 of the Cantina MX podcast here with Joel. A lot of uh, news coming on. We're sitting here watching the Rayados uh, spank some MLS action in the CONCACAF. Copa MX just happened uh, yesterday, the past two days. And the league is going on in Mexico. How's it going, Joel? Pretty good, Chiquis. Lots of news. Lots of news today. We got everything from Copa MX, Conca Champions, and of course the big news of Raul Jimenez uh, signing a four-year contract with Wolves. He is now the highest uh, transfer fee for a Mexican player. He has a record. And uh, I... You know, we talked about this. We see that record being broken. Could even be broken by him, you know. Because um, and then you have Chucky and Linus, so we could we could be seeing that in the next few years. Hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, that's pretty impressive by Raul. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the comment. I think he wants to make history. At that club, yeah, which is it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not like the biggest team in the EPL, but uh, if he can bring them some good success, that would be quite interesting. I think there's a there's some fans that probably would have wanted him to go to a bigger club and get Mexican fans. You mean <laughs> Mexican yeah, fans? Yeah, I think, I think Mex- Mexican fans. Yeah, they love him in Wolves, and they they do not oh, want yeah. him to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's that's evident through all the comments and everything. Um, I would say Mexican fans, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's good for him. Cat cashing yeah, they, it in. Well, they're in seventh place right now, um, so I think that that qualifies them for for you, uh, you know. Uh, that other, that Euro- other non- Europa League. Europa League. I always confuse Europa League with the. Euro Cup and all that, but yeah, Europa League, which is the, the you know, right after the Champions League, but it's still it's still good, good international competition, and uh, for a team that was expected to fight relegation, to go in there and, and qualify for a European tournament, that, that's that's very good. How are you doing, boys and girls? What's going on? What's up, Eros? <laughs> oh, you just call me Jaime. Uh, nice doggo there. It's my corgi. Are, are those mean? I, I heard those are like... He tries to oh, attack in anyone. Corgis? Oh, <laughs> corgis are fucking awesome, man. So we have a... Uh, Jaime on. New uh, a new uh, addition, yeah, or guest or whatnot. And uh, you have a, you you are you've been going out to the San Jose games, right? Yeah, for better or for worse, man. It's a tough team to follow. <laughs> you, Jaime, I yeah. heard I heard San Jose being being called the Atlas of MLS. Is there any truth Atlas, to that? Huh? <laughs> I don't know they about were, this. 
correlation there. Well, they, they've been the worst team for like with the past what four seasons or so. <clears throat> I honestly, I don't really keep up with like San Jose Earthquakes that much, but I know that they were the worst team in the league last season. Yeah, <clears throat> they're, they're hoping with. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting club because you know they have roots in San Jose since like '74. Um, yeah. And then they played in Spartan Stadium for a long time. They won two titles in the early 2000s with, like, Landon Donovan. And then they got sold or moved to Houston. They became the Houston Dynamo. And then then San Jose was able to, like, I don't know, get a new stadium and convince the MLS to, like, come back. You know, I forgot about that. I forgot that they had, you know... They had relocated or just taken the team out. Mm-hmm. I com- completely forgot about that. <clears throat> now they have Mati, and they're hoping that he could resurrect that team. And and ouch, it's not looking too good. What is it? Four defeats in a row. Uh, yeah, they haven't won at all. And uh, Mati looks nervous. I, you know, I was I was there for the home opener. Against uh, Montreal, and he looked nervous. And then against LAFC, he just he was a wreck. So I saw it, that. I saw the face palm. <laughs> he, he he just looks like very nervous. He knows that it looks bad to be losing like right out the gate. And um, to be honest, man, he doesn't really have too much to work with. Like, I don't think they're a, a team that have made a lot of big purchases. So they're kind of just going with, like, what they got. Yeah, I was reading that the owner does, doesn't <clears throat> hasn't been investing in that. That is, man, you know, if, if you're not going to bring in top talent, then it's going to take a few years. If, if you're going to build a squad from, you know, from young players, it, 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 it takes quite a while for that. I don't know if that's what they're hoping to do with Mati, but yeah, yeah. very demoralizing. <laughs> the well, so the same owner uh, of the Oakland A's owns the San Jose Earthquakes, and the, the A's are known for being that you know that farm team where they they aren't big spenders. They're like they have the s- smallest payroll in the league. The, the money and ball. That, yeah, so San Jose is like similar situation where they probably have the smallest payroll in the league. Um, but the thing is, like, you don't see them trying to build from within, like, an academy. So I'm not really sure, like, what is going on over there. But I know that the fans are very, very frustrated and, and upset. Um, so it's it's an interesting situation. That's, that's weird that uh, that's weird that Matias would go. It's like he didn't do his research or something because <clears throat> you could sort of if you could sort of see this coming from a, a long ways out. I wonder he's not going to be successful yeah. if he doesn't have a good good set of players. You know, I thought I thought that when he signed, I thought they were going to at least get him three or four players that he was going to choose. And I was like thinking, okay, I wonder who he's going to get from Liga MX, uh, probably that he's worked with before. Uh, but no, there was there's really none of that, and 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 I I didn't even 
you know how they talk about DPs, and and I didn't mm-hmm. even that I didn't hear them getting a designated player. Well, I mean, July the window will open again, and you know, uh, Conejo is from San Jose, so I'm oh, sure right. they would try and poach him. But I don't know if they have the money to to even afford him. To be honest, <laughs> like you know, Chivas aren't gonna be selling for for cheap, especially yeah, Conejo. Yeah, that that's a player right now that and they don't want to piss off the fans. Uh, you know, Chivas still paying for that for selling off like Pizarro and and um, what's his face? I forgot the other guy's name, but the uh, fans mm-hmm. are still are still mad. But yeah, letting go like Macias and stuff like that. So I, I don't think Chivas wants to do that to be in that position again where they, where they're letting go. Players that, that the fans identify with. Yeah, well, I mean, who's on the chopping block right now? I know Chivas have already said Jimenez, the goalkeeper's out. I yeah. know Chofis is out. Um, oh yeah, man. Who else? There's a few. Well, Chofis, and I said it. I said it all back. Chofis to MLS, and, and although I don't think because how physical the league is, I don't think he would. <laughs> I don't think he would do good. Uh, but who knows? See, Mati could have trophies, dude. Yeah, that would be an interesting I, move. I actually could see that happening. Yeah, they actually that's... could use him, like, really badly. That last end, like, the, the final third, they just look lost out there, man. They don't know what to do when they're on the ball. And it's just like, what the hell? Like, how are you guys professional players, man? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Exploring the value of trophies, man. That's disgraceful. <laughs> I, like, I, I, got, I got railed at. On, on on Twitter for saying that uh, for comparing trophies to Paleta Esqueda. and now Paleta you guys are pro- now you guys are proving my point, man. Now you're, now you're like backing me up. He's, he's very <laughs> consistent, but I'm a, I'm a, look. Trophies can be the next Panchito Mendoza. He could, what? Panchito Mendoza Panchito was one of the youth uh, that Chivas sent to Chivas USA, <clears throat> and he was one he of the a, best players. He was a really good he had a player successful for, career, and then we. We reeled him back in, and he did nothing. And then his yeah, career no. went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. watching this uh, Coca Champions? I, you know yeah. what? I gave up after the second goal because to me, it's it's pretty much the game's over, man. I don't, I don't see KC. I don't see the whiz. I'm always they're always going to be the whiz to me. Yeah, I don't see them coming back, dude. That's just Valio Valio Johnson. I, I, I was telling Chiquis earlier. I, Monterrey, man, they're, they're really taking this serious. I do think they want to win something. They've gone too long. They've been so close, losing two finals at home. Uh, I, they, they need to bring a trophy, especially with all that money they've been, you know, they, they spent the most money coming into this season. They, you know, with mm-hmm. Pizarro, they almost, but they paid the close to 17 million and they had brought some Argentine dude. So, um, yeah, they they need some silverware, and and I think uh, we might be seeing uh, uh, you know, Conca Champions Norteño with with Tigres at the other end. Oh yeah, yeah. Tigres pretty much spanked Santos yesterday, three zero. Oh yeah, and then Santos went and lost, man. They went and lost to Atlas. Yeah, which is a bit surprising. Uh, it it took. Uh, I'm I'm still not believing it. 
but they they lost the way to to Chaflas one zero, and uh, it's it's uh, well I, I think yeah they dropped they dropped from uh, Liguilla I, I think it'll be it'll be something if if they end up not making the playoffs. Who? Santos, they're in tenth place oh, right Santos? now. Yeah. And with a minus one goal differential. Sounds so, like us. So Chivas. <laughs> yeah. Chivas but... <laughs> are fifteen. They they have fifteen points and same. They have like the same kind of numbers actually. Yeah, yeah. You're very right. They, they're in eleventh. Uh, mm-hmm. Santos is at tenth. Chivas is in eleventh. And well, Chivas is in a five game winless streak. Three defeats and two two Do you draws. Think... You think Cardoso being fired was justified? Uh, I don't, you know, it's really hard just because Chivas is that saying too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. It just seems like there's too many people right there calling mm-hmm. shots. I, I don't even know how much Cardoso was allowed, you know, like how much freedom he was given. It, it was just, you know, with, with how you have Varela, and then you have uh, Iguera, who's who's been known to to tell coaches like who to play. Who to play? Yeah, I don't know if you heard, but there's a story when he had um. God damn, I keep forgetting the name of that team. Their batch had a dude with a with a like a with a hat on. Uh, what are they called? God damn, what's it? Chiquis, help me here. What was the Igueras team before he got Zacatepec? Uh, oh, come on, man. Hold on. We're losing listeners by the minute, wait. Uh, <laughs> you can't. I about No, no, no. It was Igueras' first team. Uh, oh, no. Bofo even played with them. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You're... You're talking about a Ascenso team, right? Yeah, they were second division team. Coras? Yes. Coras. Yes, it was, it was Coras. Nayarit. Nayarit, there you go. Where am I thinking, Sinaloa? So, yeah, it was Coras, man. I always forget. I always forget that name. But, <clears throat> so. The guy with that hat. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at the logo right now. I'm, like, oh, okay, okay. I'm, like, I have no idea. What kind of hat is that, too? It's not even a sombrero. It's, like. It's, like, uh, <laughs> um, can I post this on the chat? Let me see. It's a dude. It's a dude that has, like, like a, a weird-looking hat. Um, It's interesting. Yeah, he's, he sold that team because that team was, like, once Liga MX released a list of, like, this is what you need. If if you want to qualify for, if, if you want to be eligible to play in the Primera División, mm-hmm. and and yeah, so he kicked the peak to the curb, and then he went and got Zacatepec. But he had hired. Um, well, this is the story because they made the final. Uh, he 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 got the team, and Vergara like sent he sent like a bunch of Chiva players. I remember that, yeah. And that was Bofo, and they had Tiburón. Tiburon, uh, Tiburon Sanchez was the coach. And I think, was it Gusano Napoles? <clears throat> Gusano Napoles was like his assistant. And, dude, they made the final, but they, they played against Necaxa. And Necaxa had been a team that they had been investing on it. 
you know, current owners right now have been putting in a lot of money and bringing in players, uh, and, and they end up losing to them. They, they lost the final to them in penalties. And, and Tiburon was like, not even 24 hours after, after the final, we met at a restaurant, and they were going to plan the next season. And um, he had a list of, like, players and whatnot. And his, he got I was pretty much like, fuck your list, man. And so he they just fired him in the spot. Wow. Just, yeah, and so he already had, like, because he wanted, like, a big name. And they brought Mauro Camoranesi. So he's, he's like, you know, we have a guy that's a World Cup champion, you know, play with Juventus. This, you know. What's Camoranesi up to nowadays? He's, I think he was still coaching in second or third. Day. He's, he's, he's doing something. But, but it leads to Camo because, uh, later, like later on in the season, they're oh. playing Copa MX and, and they're about to play Chivas in the, in the cup. And Tapa, uh, he get he's coaching, uh, or he coached Tapachula last. Tapachula, it sounds like like a sauce, like a hot sauce <laughs> bottle. <laughs> so, so uh, no, this dude, they're about to play, they're about to, you know, and and Higuera goes backstage to the locker room and he tells, and he tells Camo like, hey, who who to line up, and and they got into a big argument, and Camoranesi quit on the spot. Oh shit! Yeah, he was like, come out. And so, I mean, I think this is a guy that he, he still does that, you know, that he he owns like stock in Chivas and that's like his, that's like his football manager, man. That's like his, he's got real life PlayStation up. Though. It's still deserving. They should, I, I agree with them firing Cardoso. Well, he and you know the, what? He's, he's the guy in the, in, on the head of the team and he's got to take responsibility for the results. I don't see anything changing though. Like I don't see I don't see a new coach coming in and then changing things around. It's still the same players that aren't that aren't producing. The way I see it is like you get rid of him with like what like five games to go in the season. Like just let him finish the season at that point. I agree. And then that way you're not scrambling to try and sign someone immediately. You actually take your time and find someone that's like going to you know fix things or turn them around, but. You quit, you, you fire the coach out, out with five games left and you're still yeah. trying to get in the playoffs. Like, no mames. Like, what? but I think, I think a lot of people are thinking that he, his substitutions are like totally crazy. Like the, the obvious moves that he's doing during the games mm. are so horrible that anyone that, or not anyone, but a, a good coach could, that he's just pretty much sinking the team. Yeah. Well, that's, if they bring that's in what someone I'm new, saying. Like, they could get him into the Liguilla. How oh. much is it Cardoso or, it's another guy telling them, hey, put this guy in. But but I'm going to say that Higuera has been defending him, even though he blocked me from Twitter. But it wasn't his call. It was actually, it was actually came from Amaudi. So, because Higuera had originally said it was going to, his continuation, uh, Cardoso's continuation was based on qualifying to Liguilla. So, they were going to give him to the end of the season and, uh, I think Amari was like, nah, you gotta get rid of this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, from what it sounds like, there's a lot of front office stuff that is probably causing this, all these issues. You know? Like, how much control does a coach have? How much freedom does a coach actually have in Chivas? It sounds like a circus. Yeah. And it's been like that for a while, so it's like, 
when are they just gonna finally like fix that? I don't I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, I, unless, yeah, it, it's very difficult unless they bring in like they brought Varela, you know, and and he doesn't have that much experience at, at the position he currently has. He was at Chivas doing it not too long ago, and they fired him. Yeah. So what do you guys think of uh, Raul? You know, that he's officially a Wolves player, 41 million euros. Oh, well, we were saying that, you know, I, I think I think uh, we, we could see that record being broken again. And he either he could break it, you know, if he has another good season, and you could probably have have one of the bigger clubs in in EPL mm-hmm. go for him, or or um or you have like Ness and Chucky who if they continue doing well, and they're still very young, so they might yeah. in a few years, maybe not not right away. I mean, but I see I, I see Chucky leaving this summer to Manchester United. Well, yeah. Huh? That'd be that'd be interesting. I think it's gonna happen. I mean, how much more does he have to prove at PSV? He's, you know, I'd rather see him go to Spain, truthfully, because of the physicality. I mean, I don't want to see the little guy get hurt. So that's that's the only reason. (laughs) That's the only reason I I say Spain. He's a little guy. I mean, (laughs) have we heard any rumors out of Spain though? No, I I haven't. No, it's been all. I think it's it's been Napoli. Yeah, Italy. Man, you and uh, mm. that's sort of the two main ones I've heard. I, I don't heard anyone else. I think else. La Liga missed their chance when uh, you know he decided not to go to Celta Vigo. Oh yeah, yeah. And, I, I think that would have been a good move, though. You think so? Yeah. Look at, yeah. Look at how Lainez is uh, panning out and Betis. Yeah, you know, they're still very young, though. That's one of the yeah. things we talked about. Um, like this whole need to to leave so early, you know how how they they say that uh, you'll get that much better. Jimenez didn't leave till he was twenty three, and and you know it, I didn't see how it affected him. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, realistically, when I found out he was going to Atletico, I'm like, where? Like, how? How is he going to fit into that? Starting lineup. He's not. He's going to be on the bench. They just had too much squad at that time. Yeah. And with with Linez, it's a little different story, right? Because when you fly out the president to Mexico to get this deal done, like the expectations are, they're obviously very vested in this player, and that he's going to be, you know, playing. And that seemed like that was the impression in the beginning, but then they went ahead and also signed Jesse, like you know, before the window closed. So it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I thought Linus was, like, going to be, like, the main hitter. But then you also got Hesse, who's, like, you know, got more experience and he's a Spaniard. So he's obviously going to be preferred. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how it's all played out because the first still, couple games I, he, he played and then he's kind of just disappeared. No, I still think he they have good intentions for him. Hmm. I, I don't think from the start... But I do think that it's a player that that they they're thinking long term with him. Yeah. So I, I don't think they're like that eager to just throw him every every single match. 
But yeah, I, I, think, I do yeah. think he'll, he'll slowly work his way there. I mean, it's hard to know what's going on in training as well. How has he been looking? And, and that's the other thing that we noticed with Mexican players in the past, uh, even as youth, when they would travel to play Moleros, they would always like return and struggle to get back in the, in, in the team, in the club. Mm. And then we saw it with Vela a bunch of times where it got yeah. to the point where he's like, Hey, stop calling me because I can't even, I can't even club soccer right now. I was there for the, for the Levi's <laughs> game in, uh, in Mexico. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Linez looked like a, like a lost puppy out there, man. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it's not the Linus that I know and love. And I don't know, it was kind of raining that day. So I don't know if that had some effect to it, but yeah, he, he did not look sharp for sure. Well, the good, good thing is he's still very young and, and the talent is obviously there. So I think he just. Mm. But do you think he made the right move by going to La Liga or should he have gone to Ajax? No, I, I don't, I think, I think he did the right move and, and then just, I mean, he's already giving assists. I don't know if he scored, but I know he's, he's, he's contributed already he and he's, score, yeah. and he's with, um, with Guardado, so that that also helps him, you know, get get in there. Well, I know Guardado's pretty much on his way out, right? I heard, I've been yeah. hearing a lot of a lot of noise about him. Where you think he would go to Atlas, or he'll be like, I don't, I don't know well, about that. The rumors were really strong for him to go to Atlanta. Ah, and then yeah, they did want him since they've been wanting him for yeah. a long time. And then I've been hearing Atlas again, so. I could see him moving soon too, you know, because he's been in Europe for such a long time. Yeah, and he needs to cash out, man. Nah, he's trying to cash <laughs> out, man. He's got a kid, you know. He's got a wife. Yeah, so I could see, like, if if uh, MLS team were to give him a lucrative deal, I could see him him taking it. Same thing with like Chicharo. As much as I love the kid. I can see him cashing out now that he's got he's got one in the in the oven. He's got a little little chicharo in the oven. <laughs> he's got a little kid on the way. Cash out, man. Sell out. Sell out more like. <laughs> what sell out how? Like selling out from what? Oh, we we've talked about this before. <laughs> cash, cash, cash out. Okay, cash out, let's, cash out, sell out, whatever you want. Let's not, but um <laughs> Well, I mean, right Vela. I mean, Vela, right? Vela's a big sellout. But the thing about Vela is, <laughs> he. Wait, what's the, what's the difference though? Continue though. Continue. Yeah. What? What's the well? Okay, con- continue your thing. But I'm saying, what's the difference between Vela and like a Guardado and Chicharito, like you guys were talking about? Go ahead with Vela. Oh Vela no, I'm thing. just saying with Vela, the the difference with him is he's always seen this as a occupation like it's been a job for him his entire career he doesn't actually enjoy like football he said it a thousand times he he prefers basketball like that's his favorite sport so he's not a very <laughs> ambitious person is what i'm saying so I, i'm not surprised that he went to the mls and he's dude this guy's on like third gear right now he's not even trying like i saw him on saturday <laughs> this guy could you could put a b- blindfold on him and he'll still score a hat trick every game like this, this is a joke to him 
Is he like? So is he like a Billy Madison when he when he goes back to elementary school and he's playing sports? And just, it's a joke to him. <laughs> just it's running for everyone. He's out there like worrying about what he's gonna have for dinner. You know, like. What? Wait, wasn't there a Laker <laughs> snapping at him? They Was there? Him or... Yeah. I all I know is he's living life, and he's never shown that oh, yeah. he actually wanted to have, like, a good career in Europe. Like, you know, he spent his pretty much his whole career, like, struggling in, like, Arsenal and getting loaned out, and he really liked Spain. But I'm not surprised that he took the deal. Um, a player like, like Chicharro, you know, you think he's got more ambition. And, yeah, he would definitely be a sellout if he w- were to leave. But I would understand why he would he would take the deal. Yeah, we've talked about this before on the whole LNI, and I guess there's a little bit about uh, like I, I, I personally would like to see Chicharro go back to Guadalajara. I think he's made plenty of money for his little uh, bun in the oven. Even <laughs> you know his current career, he doesn't need to go overboard on getting tons of cash from MLS. I mean, he's got plenty, and I think he's got plenty. Same with Guardado, but uh, but yeah, it's always uh. Mm. There's, they always have the ambition to get more. I, I think Chiquis is talking about Cheech because he, he wants to avoid the obvious. We were going to talk about Copa MX and Pumas, Pumas dropping the ball oh. to, to Juarez. I think they were scared, man. I, I think you guys did not want to face America. You saw what was coming, man. We haven't discussed it on the pod, though. If that's, okay, let's discuss it. <laughs> if that's the case, then uh, because yeah. this was brought, this exact topic was brought up before the game. Uh, I was conversing with some dudes about uh, about Pumas, and 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 uh, thought of okay, just throw in this game so we don't get the six zero potential against America in the final, the six zero <laughs> loss. And I was like, no, just bring America, take out Juarez if they're a lesser team, take them out. And bring on America. If we lose six or ten zero, that's fine. But we go out and we do our very best. We try our hardest. If we lose, if they start, you know, uh, giving us a baile, then you know we we take one of their players out. Maybe we get red carded, you know, out of frustration, whatever. But we go out there and we don't try to avoid somebody. Now, if if Pumas did do that, if they were scared, then that's that's some that's some. Um, I didn't uh, see the color. game. Did they use a B squad? I think they burn up all their juice playing Chivas and during midweek, so they beat Chivas two to one, and that's that cost Cardoxo his job. And then uh, they must have been spent when they played Juarez, who has uh, <laughs> who is it? Marioni? Who, who's their coach? I keep forgetting. Yeah, Bruno, Bruno Marioni. They they did have those mm-hmm. players out there. They had their. And, they had some. They no, did. Juarez. You know what? Juarez has experienced players, so they might sound like. Like you know, no name club or second division, but they they have like in in their team, they got like some experienced players. Um, Let me see their have... squad. Let's see if anyone rings a bell. They had Malkova playing, so I think they had they had a good good set of their players. But this is also a team that beat America. They eliminated America, uh, America from the Copa MX last year. So things things happen. Like a, a sun shines on a dog, sometimes you know. Sunshine's on a dog, y'all. How does the phrase go? I I don't know. Broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. 
So, I mean, it's not too surprising. Puma isn't like a big money team to where they're not going to lose an occasional important game. Um, that, which which we go back to, like I had an argument also about Puma. Uh, because of this loss, Puma shouldn't be considered a big four, which doesn't make sense. That, that you know, the, the, thought, the thought was the two Monterrey teams are now the big four. But if you look back, and I, I can bring these stats that I looked up. The little big the last, giants. <laughs> yeah, in the last 20 years, in the last 20 years, Pumas has four titles, Liga Next titles. Monterrey has three only, and Tigres yeah. has four, so they're tied with Tigres in the last 20 years. Are you still justifying, Chiquis? I don't know what you're getting at. I just know Pumas, that. Pumas is, 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 <laughs> is there for a reason. Pumas is considered that for a reason, a big five, uh, big four team. Oh, yeah. And no, but I, I'm just saying, to me, they, they dropped the ball in the sense that I, I think clubs are beginning to take Copa MX more serious. Uh, you, we know America's taking it very serious. This whole thing, and, and I've given, I've given a lot of flack to Mati, but I think he, he played a good role in the whole, in the whole, like, like showing what the Copa MX can do for you and, and just how <laughs> FIFA fans were celebrating it. And, and then the doblete, winning the doblete and that, that sort of became a thing to brag about, like, you know, we have a, we won two titles, like, what's up? And, and so now you have America trying to do the same and some of these other teams are like, those are some yeah, nice, you know. those are some nice titles to fluff up your resume. You know, it'll help you land a big team like San Jose Earthquakes. You know, Jose. yeah, there you go. There you go. So, so, so it is fluff. It is fluff. No, no, like but I said, it's, it's smoke and mirrors, man. Smoke it is, and mirrors. Like, it is, it is. I mean, but people are laughing about that stuff. The thing about it is like, you have to find some way to make this cup a little bit more prestigious, right? Like, I think they what? need to put a little bit more effort into like making these match. Like the Chivas America, that was great. That was a great matchup, and yeah. more of those battles should happen, you know. And well, that's why the the, the Pumas, dude, that would have been a, a classical capital. That would have been a know? great final. And, and, you yeah, know? and so then Pumas just they took a dump, cheekies, man. That's just unacceptable. Yeah, you I set agree. the league back three years. The cup back. <laughs> they need me. They need me to like. Who would give a mental a mental a boost to the national team? They need me to go over there and talk to them. How would you? So how do you guys feel about switching things up with the with the league? Would you guys be in favor of a long season instead of the two I, short I seasons? Am, I am, but but just quick, because Piojo, man, I'm saying he he hasn't been getting his just due, and he was coming out of a, a win over Tigres. So he he uh, he outplayed or outcoached the toucan, and then he he took out he outcoached uh, Cholos who had Pareja and Pareja had been doing pretty good job up to this point. Uh, he was one of the candidates for for the U.S. job, uh, maybe not one of the serious ones, but I know a lot of fans wanted him. But I I don't think he he gets too much credit, and and he's he's just been showing. How good he is! So he's this is his fifth final with America already. So he's he's already like he's already in their in their record books, man. He's one of their most winning coaches. So that that was my piojo segment <laughs> brought to you by Green Party. Um, piojo. What were you, <laughs> you saying, uh, Jaime, about the league? Well. Oh, the, the long, oh, long season, long season. I, I like yeah. it. I do prefer it, but I would say uh, 
without Liguilla, and then um, and then because then you have the cups, you have like Copa, you have like the Copa MX, and then and hopefully if they return to Libertadores, so you could have those cups being played, and and so there'll be three cups tournaments, which will be Concacaf, um, Copa MX, and Libre, and then uh, just long season. I don't I don't. I don't. I think having Liguilla sort of takes away from from the other cups. So I just discovered this, but um, so the MLS they they give out a sh- supporter shield to the team that was the most the you know the team with the most points, but they still do a Liguilla. And I know that in Mexico, Liguilla is the money maker, so you can't it like is. you can't eliminate it. So you still have to do like top eight teams, you know, fighting for the title. But I do believe that consistency, consistency should be rewarded, especially because that's like our biggest weakness as a national team is like we're just very inconsistent bunch. So having a long season, you know, managers have a sh- longer leash and then you have more time to experiment with young players, you know, instead of these short term results and all this short thinking. So it's kind of like a compromise. Like you got to give the team that was the most consistent, like some type of trophy. They, and then they also, used to, yeah. I don't know if they gave a trophy, but I know they used to say campeón de verano or campeón de invierno mm. for the team that had like the most points. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if you won an award. You, you weren't exactly <laughs> the champion, but now they just you say you're cursed. You got a, a gold star in the forehead. They, they, just the say you're, they just say you're cursed going into the Guilla as a super leader. Oh, you can, oh, yeah, because we're Mexican <laughs> like that. <laughs> now you're cursed. That's what you get for succeeding. You can give them a spot in the, uh, you know, the Conca Champions, I guess. That'd be like a like a reward. Yeah. It, wait. That would make Conca Champions even more lopsided. In favor of, in favor of Liga MX. Because a real, a real solid team mm-hmm. and a super leader would be in it. Cause, I mean, Libertadores, you know, we wouldn't be sending our best. We'd be sending like, our second best. Cause, you know, Conca, Conca gonna be prioritized. So all the top teams are gonna go to Conca champions, unfortunately. You know, because it used to be Interliga, right? Interliga was how you qualified for Libertadores. Well, it used to be, before that, it used to be um, Sears pre-pre-Libertadores. Double, double pre. And then you played up. So it used to be Mexican clubs going at it in the Sears pre-pre. And then the the winners would play the pre-Libertadores against the Venezuelan teams. So they, they used to be, uh, there was this promoter and he was linked to, uh, he was linked to the, um, Katea Mascarraga, Burrillo Ascarraga. So Burrillo Ascarraga, he, he had juice and he had one of his lackeys, um, do the deal with, with the Venezuelan teams. So they went to the Venezuelan FA and they said, we'll pay you this much money to dispute your Libertadores spots with us. And, uh, win or lose, you know, they were guaranteed this, this much, this much money. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that, that was, so that's, 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 
that's what they used to do. Uh, but they were keeping, dude, that guy was banking it. Uh, Burrillo Azcarraga, he was banking because then all those matches and, and he was getting like a big cut of all those games and the teams going into, into Libertadores and all that. So that mm. was some political stuff going on there until finally they kind of booted him out. Once Colmebol said, uh, you guys are getting direct, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to do no playoffs. And, but around the time they booted him, cause, cause they really, you know, I don't, I don't, I know he was doing some shady stuff cause he, he owned Atlante and they took the team away from him or he's had to sell it. And then the car, which is the, the, where the national team trains, mm-hmm. like, uh, that was that was the Atlante. That was the Pegasus Training Center, and it was for for his club, and and they took that from him too, uh, and and uh, and so. But but when they took all of that away, that's around the same time. Uh, Soccer United Marketing, uh, FMF started dealing with Soccer United Marketing. That's when Interliga, they did the the Interliga. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's went into Interliga, and then there was kind of no need for that after a while. We're like, let's let's just not. It was kind of fun though. I I, I didn't mind. I, I kind of liked Interliga. It was cool because they would play here in the states, and uh, yeah. you know, you would see you'd see some some action over here. And Jesus Gallardo just makes it three nil for Rayados. Yeah, that that, yeah. that should seal it. I think three 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 goals is a good lead. To go into the final, it's probably going to be five by the end of the game. <laughs> like to be honest, at at this pace, oh man, it's going to be. Yeah, I thought it was later on in the game. Thirty more minutes. Yes, they got thirty. minutes left. Thirty minutes. They can score another another two goals because they. Yeah, uh, how, how many goals did they beat Atlanta by? I remember it was a lot. Damn. <laughs> well, <laughs> they could send the Canterano. So yeah, they score five goals. You know, they probably got a few reserves there hoping that que caigan dos más goles and then they'll, they'll send the, the other team. But I think I want to get into some league talk, uh, before it gets more late. So we had Chaflas finally winning and they beat Santos, uh, Leon. They, they were losing to Morelia and they came back and they won three to two. But they have nine wins in a row. They're still they're still tops. First place, twenty nine points. Uh, I think if they win one more game, they would have tied Cruz Azul. I think Cruz Azul holds the record at ten ten wins in a row. But it was like way back when, before before uh, before the Liguilla. So I think Leon is making history here. Uh, and if they continue in first, we're gonna give them bad luck and say that uh, you know that that super leader cursed. Didn't curse Chivas us, have but... a have a record too, like eight wins in a row? I never. Oh. I... Man, that must have been before we were born. I mean. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that was with. Uh, I want to say that was with Efrain Flores, man. Really? It was, <laughs> it was like eight. I remember it was like a big deal at the time. It was like eight victories in a row. She like, was well, okay. I'll have to get back to it. Yeah, have to get back up. to it. We we need uh, <laughs> we need like Joe Rogan. He says, Jamie, look it up. I'll look um, it up, man. 
So we have, uh, well, yeah, so Leon and then Querétaro beat uh, Cholo. So, man, Cholo's not looking too good with two losses now. Well, the one in the well, cup where they were humiliated and then losing to Querétaro. That's, but that's also the King Midas touch. They have Bucetich. So we knew Querétaro was going to start giving people problems. Uh, Toluca lost to Pachuca 3-2. to And then, um, as we said earlier, the, the big win, America over Tigres 3-0. And so I think America, man, they're making a, quite the statement here, both league and cup. And, and I think they are favorites to repeat at least top three. So wouldn't be surprised there. Uh, and then Cruz Azul <clears throat> ties Monterrey, two goal draw. I think they were losing now. Were they losing chickens? Uh, a 2-0, and then they came back, or did they lose the lead? Cruz Azul, uh, Pachuca? Yeah, they, yeah, they were down, and then they came no, back no, and tied. It was, it was Cruz Azul, Monterrey. Monterrey, Re- yeah. Yeah, regardless, Cruz Azul has about a five, oh. five, like streak of about five games where they haven't lost. Because at one point, Caxinha looked like he was, he was up against the ropes. And there's, and there is still talk, there is still rumors. I heard, you know, with the lavanderas that, um, that Cruz Azul has reached out to Turco. So that, that, that's a possibility. Mm. Uh, supposedly Chivas and Cruz Azul are against the Turk. Uh, <laughs> not against, are, I want to, want to bring him back. Um, didn't you say he's, so, uh, He's like a part, like he would be like, it'd be a party if Duke He was, came. well, yeah, like, like what he was doing, uh, what he was doing at, at America, like, like the, the reason that, that Pelias let him go. So this guy would like, they would lose a match, like they lost a Clasico and then he gave the team the day off the next day because he had to go do something. So Pelias shows up to training and there's no one there. <laughs> he was just mad. And then he would take take off midweek to go to Argentina. And he'll say that, oh, because he, he had to go to his daughter's school. And then another time he he flew to Rome because there was like, a, you know, the Pope is Argentine. So he had like a friendly game. You know how they have like former stars yeah, playing like, like some type of exhibition? This dude just went to Rome to go watch that <laughs> <laughs> Probably hoping he could get in, you know. <laughs> uh, so I mean, he was doing stuff like that where it seemed to undermine the team, and I, I think, I think it's part of that that kind of like too laid back attitude. Probably cost him in Spain with um, yeah, he was with um, that one team he was with. Celta. I forget Celta. There you go. He was. So I, I, cause his results weren't really bad, if you see. You see how he was doing. It's like he was, he wasn't, he was pretty decent. Um, and they let him go. So he's, he's always, he's always had that thing about him. Like, but, but he's had really good results. He did play two finals and, and then what he did at Cholos, man, is just really, so just aside from his worth ethic, 
questionable, I would say. <laughs> He's he brings results. So that's uh-huh. that's my take on the Turco. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, he won with uh, Cholos, right? And then America. Yeah, and he he took Cholos over the, the epic Libertadores run. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's either going to be Turco or Juan Cambios uh, Osorio, man. I, I don't see him returning to Max, but who knows, man. Yeah, I doubt that. I, I like <laughs> I, I like Caixinha though, man. I'm a fan. Cause You're it's a fan of Caixinha. It's just, it's just a bunch you of like entertainment. You like his no skirts coming, right, Chiki? I'm, I'm in it for the lols. Huh? I'm in it for the I'm in it for the lols. <laughs> it's just like it's I don't talk about skirts. He's <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious, this guy, man. All right, well, let's let's finish the roundup. Um, Nicaxa beats. Veracruz, Veracruz already relegated. Um, Guri, the owner, he he's willing to pay to to stay, but uh, there's pressure from the other club owners, uh, well, asking him to sell. Like they don't want him, dude. They, they don't want that dude. He's toxic. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. We know that that they signed the keeper. I think his last name is Juarez. He's, he's an up and coming right now. And then, uh, Pumas beat Chivas 2-1. Finally, uh, Puebla, dude. Big 4-0 win over Lobos Buap. That's a pretty harsh defeat. And Puebla's an eighth. So they might make Liguilla. Yeah, man. And they brought back, they brought back, uh, Chelis. And he's been working, he's been working, uh, wonders with that team. Yeah, they are now in Liguilla spot. So quick, quick rundown. Leon, Leon in first, followed by Tigres, then Monterrey, and then America in fourth. I see these four teams. Uh, these are all Liguilla bound, if you ask me. These four teams are going to be Liguilla bound, and, and I should say they're, they're all favorites. And then fifth, Necaxa, sixth, Pachuca, seventh, Cruz Azul, Puebla, and eighth. And then you have a, you're gonna have a pretty tough fight. I would say going all the way to go to even um, 15th. I think from 15, which is Atlas at 13 points, all the way to to Tijuana in ninth, who has 19. I think that's that's gonna be the battle right there. For wait, the I, last mean, I mean, wait, wait, seventh, seventh Cruz Azul. My bad, my bad, huh? Well, no, I mean, not just for the last spot. I mean, I think some of these yeah, teams fight. might still. Cuatro cero. Yeah, I'll be with you guys in like 10 minutes. Just give me, uh, I gotta go hook up on my duties. Oh, it's Yon. Cuatro cero now. Um, yeah, four zero rayados or over the whiz. Jeez. It's, uh, oh, my stream's a little bit behind. It's a penalty. Ouch. Yeah. I said five, so. You did, you did. We're on, 20 uh, more minutes. We're on you, par. We're on course right now. You, you should bet. You should bet like, uh. Oh, I never bet, man. Who was the guy betting, La Trucha? Who was the guy betting there in the Mex game? I have no idea. He was doing some serious betting there. Um, like, 
You, I um, think you could still do that bet. <laughs> running back. Leon looks good, man. I'm not going to lie. I am very curious to see what happens with JJ Mack. Yeah, well, look, just real quick, don't mean to cut you off. Just speaking of Leon, they have the leader de goleo, Angel Mena, with 11 goals. Mm-hmm. And JJ Mack has six goals just between them. That's 17 goals, man. That's a lot. That's, that's more than Chivas has scored all season. That's a yeah. lot, especially in a, you know, torneo corto. Where. Yeah. That is like much, much needed in a short tournament. It's many goals. Yeah, they have the most goals in the league, huh? Damn. Yep. And, oh, I had to check, but I think they also had the best defense. I know they had it last. They do. Only eight. They still do. Yeah. So, and they have Kota, so that's, that's a good goalkeeper. He, he won it all with Chivas. Kota. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is about Gudinho, but he kind of looks like a, like a lost deer, you know, like when you flash the lights <clears throat> on the road. He has these yeah. weird blunders, man. He, well, he's still, he's still very green. Yeah. He has like, I think under 50 games, yeah, first division, under 50, that's, that's not a lot. Yeah. I think he's, that's just what he needs, more playing time, just, just to get, just get, get more comfortable and used to it and, and just learning from these mistakes. But, um. What do you think about, uh, <clears throat> Corona coming to Chivas? <laughs> I like Corona, but if you have someone like Gudinho who, already getting called up for the national team that he has that good potential mm-hmm. I think you just it could it could like set him back sort of what happened with with Tonyo Tonyo Rodriguez who was at Chivas and and he had some good seasons he was one of the standout players when the team was looking bad and then he had a drop in form and then Cota completely took over that, that number one spot. And then uh, I, I'll say Tonyo never knew how to, like, react. So that he ended up getting sent out. But he's been doing good at at Lobos. Yeah? Yeah, he's been and doing he's pretty good. he's still Chivas, right? He, like, he's, he's just yeah. been loaned out. Yeah. He's still with the team. Yeah, I would look, rather have those Just have them battle fight. out. Yeah. yeah. Just and that would be a good battle. <laughs> It would, you know, and Chivas hasn't had something like, like, cause they had at one point when they had, um, Luis Michel and they had, uh, they had, um, Talavera and they had, they had, uh, Osvaldo. We had all these good keepers, man, just, just where they, where they, they sold, they end up selling, um, Osvaldo cause they knew he was, he was keeping the other guy. He was going to keep the other guy from playing. We ended up doing pretty good. I was always very salty about how they handled uh, Osvaldo. You know, won the title with Chivas, oh. and then and then you just let him walk. Yeah. And he uh, ended up winning two more with Santos. <laughs> Same with Gallito, because Gallito they they sent him on Santos and he goes and he wins it over there. Yeah. No, yeah, that was like a tough choice because it's like. If you have some quality players from Cantera, 
that you're not going to be good, you know? And and then how cuz man, and at that point I think It was it was weird, right? Because you uh so you let Osvaldo walk. So then obviously the next thing Kin was Talavera, but correct me if I'm wrong, he got injured, right? Yeah. He got yeah. injured. And he didn't take the spot. Luis Michel had to come in. And then Chivas ended up letting Talavera go to Toluca. Yeah, and they had, you know, they had already coming up the ranks. Um, they had the kid from the under-17 who, who, he was the starting keeper, 2005 under-17 champions. He's playing in second division right now. God dang, I can't remember his name. He was really tall too, six five. The champion in what, Peru? Yeah, Thanks. it was in Peru. Um let me see. Squats Mexico. It was Sergio Arias? Yes, there you go. Five goals, man. You called it. It might be one or two more. Um, but yeah, it's 5-0 now. Rayados, Rayados putting on the hurt. Um, <laughs> the gap is closing. I, I, I do, I think it's closing enough, not, not in the field, but <laughs> in other areas. But yeah, in the field, it's still pretty wide. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine Chicharito I, and Guardado going to these teams, getting spanked in the Conca Champion? <laughs> I mean, well, you take a, I, you take a team like LAFC, they wouldn't be losing like this. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. I would. Yeah. I would disagree with that, man. I'm gonna make the excuse for them again, though. I, I don't I think, think they'd be think losing five free- zero right now. LAFC is a really good team. They'd lose. I don't think they'd be losing. By this much, but I think they would lose. Atlanta got beat. Okay, let, let me let me go look exactly. Well, Atlanta got beat three zero three zero by Atlanta Atlanta though. Ouch. I think. Well, what players were were taken? What players were not there? If we're they talking sold, about coach, they sold like their best, like their best player. I forgot. I don't know. I just know he was like they, a really good. They brought in PT though, from River Plate. He, he, he still needs to get used to it. He's, oh, okay. Oh, man. Climatize to it. There you go. <laughs> got, got to get accustomed to it. Okay. Learn some that's English a, and whatnot. That's an excuse. He was, no, it's not, dude. Come on. Look, <laughs> it's, it's the same with, with, with Jimenez, with all the talent he has. And... He's as athletic, and I don't, I, I think if he would have been given a proper chance, eventually he would have, he would have earned his spot. And I just don't think they, they gave him much of a, a shot. And the same, same at Benfica where they were using him as super sub. I mean, yeah. I, I, and it's the Portuguese league, man, with all due respect. I know. I think if they would have a coach that would have seen and uh, trusted in him more, and he, he would have been dominant. So but, he, he comes. He comes to to. Wolves thank God he's it, got a world class agent. You know, <laughs> he does. Well, he does because that's the guy that took him. Jorge Mendes, man. He took him. He took him to Portugal, and he made sure he got, 
you know, he's a he's sort of a big deal down there. So he's like, this dude better play, you know, you better make sure he gets he gets plenty of minutes. And and then uh Mendes has a he he well, has he a owns, partnership with Yeah, with, he like he has like some type of stake in uh Wolves. Yeah. So to me it wasn't a surprise. I knew they were he was gonna sign he's with like, them once he did He's play. like representing like half the team. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Half the team is like half the team is like it's like George Mendes FC like they should be renamed. (laughs) My only concern is like I'm very happy that he's gonna stay because we have this thing where it's like oh look he's doing good he should join a top four club like hey there's nothing there's nothing wrong with him being a starter every single game at a mid table club that is gonna probably gonna end up in Europa League and has a good chance to at least make the final of the FA Cup. Like that, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, you know. Like we need more of that. We need more team, more players. That sure, you might take a like a little bit of a step down, but not really. If you're playing every single game, I'd rather take yeah. that. And, and if he can maintain this consistency, he'll be in line to be one of that club's like, like iconic players. Yeah. And which is what another thing you we would want as Mexico fans. We want as many Mexican fans, uh, Mexican players, to have gone abroad. And not just played good, but but you know, to have made a difference at at those clubs, mm-hmm. that, that they're still, you know that that when that club is getting a Mexican player, they're like, the fans will be like, oh snap, you know, it's it's a Mexican dude, sort of like in PSV now, they they've gotten so many good Mexican players now that it's not something like you you're like, you would have said, oh, we should have just gotten an RG instead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing that the the Mexican love you get in in the Netherlands. Wait, wait what what happened to Jon? Because he he was coming and then he said he, he had a he left Kolachi emergency up, and and then he set up his stuff. He's, he's hey, quick question though, Jaime. Hmm. Uh, so you think you think LAFC takes the MLS title this year? Uh definitely a favorite. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. I, I mean, I don't really like, like the MLS to be honest, but because I've had to go to a few games and check it out, there's one thing that LAFC has, uh, done right and it's like they've really thought this project out and they've got a really good support. Like, they were a thousand deep in San Jose. They were making the roof shake, so. They got like the right kind of culture going on and breeding. And then you take a, a player like Carlos Vela who can pretty much change the course of a game with a snap of his fingers. So I could see them being a favorite to win the whole thing, especially now that uh, Atlanta sort of just, they just, I don't know. I don't know why it's like campeonatus, itis, something, you know, it's like they're not, they're not a strong side anymore. What is the what is the um, demographics of the LAFC fans? It's like Mex- Mexican American kids. It's a lot. It's dudes? just it's, it's everything, dude. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, Chicanos. A lot of Chicanos. They've sort of uh, embraced their club as as their own, you know, because you didn't see that type of connection with Chivas USA. No, I think I think or people... even even Galaxy, even Galaxy. Yeah. Uh... Well, I mean, but especially Chivas USA, because you would think, I think the idea with Chivas USA was like all these Mexicans in California that are big Chivas fans 
are going to support Chivas USA. Like, it's going to be like Chivas 2.0. And that wasn't <laughs> the case. They know, sent but... a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. That was just, that was, they said, I, re- I was, I was remember watching the very first game and, uh, dude, it was kind of sad because they had sent Ramon. I don't know if Ramon played because I know he was still battling a knee injury. Ramon Ramirez? It was, yeah, it was Ramon Ramirez in one leg, dude. And <laughs> this guy just needed to be put out, man, out of his misery. And they're, they're, they're throwing him in there, man. He looked like those Chiva players right now that are doing those, they're doing those, like, uh, have you seen it? The old Chiva guys are going around playing games. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all, like, old with beer bellies. I see I, it, I, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard. I was like, oh, man, it's almost like, it's funny though. It's funny. <laughs> but but yeah, Ramon, dude, Ramon was just like he shouldn't have been playing, dude. And and um and and then they had Pulpo Zuniga, who was oh man, he was one of my favorite players. Uh, and I, he was also injured goods and he only played like five minutes. Like five minutes, dude. He does a save and that's it. He never gets back up. Oh they, what? They, they, I'm not kidding, dude. They carry him out in a stretcher oh, and that's my it, God. his career. He was that injured. So went, <laughs> one dive took him out. And, uh, what? That, that, yeah. No and then way. Brad Gusan was, was like the rookie and he ended up having to, to play and that just kind of hurt them because he was still a very green, uh, talented player though, but he, he That's lacked so experience funny. and that hurt the team right there, man. And, and, and so they, Valencia was the other guy that they had sent and he didn't want to stay. He ended up coming like half halfway through the season, but they sent a bunch of scrubs, like a bunch of players that weren't that just weren't good enough. I don't know what what they were thinking, you know. Like they, it's like they didn't take it that serious. Yeah. So what's happening now is it's so easy to hate on the Galaxy because like you don't want to be like one of those like the Galaxy is kind of like the Yankees. Like everybody hates them because you know they have the most titles and. They brought these like ridiculous like you know salaries and players to the to the club. So like you have this like group of people in LA that love soccer. Obviously, they show up at the Rose Bowl and fill up the stadium ninety thousand every time Mexico comes. So they have all this like channeled energy and they got nowhere to use it, you know. And then you got a team like LAFC who just comes in, and you know you can see like it's really taking over the city of LA. I think and it's also, a mixture. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I think it's a mixture of uh, of like what you're saying, exactly right, but also uh, Carlos Vela coming and being hit, that big name, of and course. then you have the ho- the Hollywood effect with like Will Fer- Will Ferrell yeah. out there like cheering on the fans. So you have like yeah. a, a gringo effect where you know all the Mexican Americans know who Will Ferrell is or Will Ferrell, and, and then the uh, Carlos Vela Mexican side of things. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like a perfect storm of It is a perfect and... storm. Mm-hmm. So the ambiente is like very, very similar to like a Mexico game. You hear them, you know, singing the whole game, standing the whole game. It's like a little party. I, I walked over there like at the end of the game and there was, it was like still half an hour after the game was over. They're still over there, like all chanting and, and like, eh, it's like a little party over there, you know? So. You know- you know what, Hype? That's one of the first things that the club hey, did. Hey, everybody! Once. We're all going to get laid! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's one of the first that was, things. That was the, the best club day did. of my life right there. <laughs> they, they reached out 
you know, they reached out to the to the to a lot of the former Chihuahua USA fans that that had support groups, and they reached out to them and and they they brought him along. They're like, hey, we would like you to to cheer our team, you know. Speaking of that, speaking of Galaxy, that's that's what when is the Tráfico? Because that's what I want to see. I want to see if Zlatan like puts Vela in his place again, like he did last oh, time. Oh man, you know what? Me and Juwan are thinking of of going and covering that. Yeah, you guys, you guys should, man. LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Let's see. That's gonna be July nineteenth. Oh, still got man. That's still far away. Are you sure of that? Yeah. That's. A- uh, did they already play each other this season? No, not that I know of. No. And then you got Copa uh, Copa Oro. So what, what what's going on there? When is Copa Oro? Do they not stop the MLS for that? Like, what is wrong with them? <laughs> oh no, they don't even stop it for the World Cup. Jeez, what's wrong with them? I remember they would advertise it, like, and they'll say, um, "You can watch." They'll put the they'll put it they'll put the World Cup game at the jumbotron. <laughs> no my son. Oh, I'll be right back. Damn, you're right. Well, July, July, he said. Man, seven nineteen. Copa Oro, Copa Oro is June. Group stages. Yeah, Copa Oro starts June fifteenth, and I'm guessing it'll be like three weeks, so it'll be done by fourth of July. July. Yeah, actually, seven July, seven July in uh, Chicago. I, you know what, gentlemen? I think by the time the two LA teams meet, it's going to be a pretty heated game. I'm going to have to start making my reservations. Yeah. It's been so long since I've had my toys. It's just it's just nice to have them back. <laughs> Welcome, John. Yeah, we just went over the. Oh, we talked some. About everything, pretty much. League, Copa Mex, Pumas, oh. uh, Raul Jimenez, and uh, Conca Champions, where uh, Liga Mex seems to seems to continue their dominance. Are they? Uh, is I thought Monterrey was is it four zero? Are they up to five zero yet? Five five zero. Cinco cero. <clears throat> so they're going to get a chance to uh, return the favor. Uh, because I believe the the second leg of the of the final is going to be at the uh, at the Universitario, so so uh, you know Monterrey might be able to win a, a trophy in, uh, in in Tigres's backyard the way that Tigres did a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I you know I was telling this gentleman because uh, Monterrey has in, invested a lot of money, so they they really need something to show for it. Oh. Man, Pizarro scored a very nice goal. He was, he was just one for the highlight reels. You think Pizarro will uh, end up in Europe, or is that is no. that boat gone? <laughs> Next is gone. Then, hey, as soon as Chivas signed him for like what was it, seventeen million? That his his European dream, dude, says full move. It just went up in smoke. So he's gonna stay at Rayados. I. He, I think he would have to have like be in the national team, and have like 
and and you know what? It would have been nice if we would have had like a Copa America, and then he would have looked like really good against some of those top top teams, like against like Uruguay, Brazil. Wait, what's the most a team has pl- paid for a Mexican player like from Mexico? Was it Linus with what was it fourteen, fifteen yeah. million? Yeah, that's about that's about the most. They've, yeah, that's it's never been like over twenty. Yeah, America could pay him. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> he'd have to take back those comments. He'd have to do a second apology for those uh, comments he made. No, he's. I, I mean, how old is he right now, man? How old is Pizarro? Huh? He's young, oh. right? It's like he's probably like no more than twenty-five. Well, let me see. He is 25, yeah. Yeah, 25. He, who knows, man, because, I mean, unless Monterrey is like, you know what, his contract is about to expire, so he would be about... I can see that. He's a, he'll be about 27, maybe, and, and, uh, but see, that's the other thing, because he would count as, he would, he would take up space as a, as a extranjero, and, and just, Living at a age, at at that you know at at that age, it always makes it more difficult. You need unless a super agent goes after him, way super agent Mendes. Oh man, friend, friend, friend. I want to I want to know how that <laughs> happened. How did he end up with his Jorge Mendes? That is a good story, and 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 I'm surprised we haven't read much about it. And and I've been seeing all this. Praise being heaped recently on on just on, on Jimenez as he deserves it, but almost no mention of Mendes. And it's like, dude, this guy played a big role on it. Cause oh yeah, hundred percent. Very very easily, you know, like just just the way it would have gone. Athletic probably sends him to second division team to Granada or somewhere. <laughs> and, then, and then he struggles some more, and then he ends up in Tigres or Monterrey. Oh, and people would have thought, oh, this, he's failed or yeah. no sirve. And yeah. it's like, dude, and he's, he, the guy was just losing with talent. He just needed he just needed um, to be in the right team. With the I wish, right we get a, wish we could get a time machine and, and have Ochoa sign with him because Ochoa yeah. could have gone places, man. He just needed a good I, agent. Well, the problem with Ochoa is that, is that he never got his passport, and, and, and teams are just not going to waste a foreign spot for a goalie. He should, he should have stayed in, in he France. He should have stayed in France. Yeah, even though – his son was born there, right, John? His son was born there, and, and uh, he just needed to stay in – what was it, Corsica? One more, one more year? One or two more years, I think it was. So you're in an island, resort island. Just he didn't want to play in second division, right? That was the big thing. No, the the, the thing for the, the the offer came from Spain, but it was poorly. It was just poor decision. Because that's what happened, right? He went to Axio, Axio, and then yeah. and then uh, they got relegated. And I think even one of the fans sold their like house so they could afford to keep Ochoa. But, but he left anyways. He went to Malaga, and we all know what happened there. Yeah, the problem with Malaga was that his the goalkeeper coach was Cameroonian, and yeah, Kameni the goalkeeper was Cameroonian. And yeah, good luck. 
So it just didn't. Yeah, it was a. It was a bad move. Not the best. Uh, not the best decision there by. Uh, you know, one of one of many poor decisions made by. Not just Mexican soccer players, but just you know soccer players in general. Oh, but just it's it's you know more magnified since we notice it more. But you know, other guys from other countries make just as many bad decisions. So you know, I know that a lot of people want to just think that it's just Mexico that happened. That happens, but that happens. Like you have a you have a performance like you did in Brazil in the World Cup. That is that is a like that should be your like you know pass to like. Sign with any like top four club. And yeah, again, if he had a, a EU passport, it would have been it would have been a step. Yeah. But he didn't have it. Mm. So, you know, right here I'm reading on Mendes, and they say that um he bought he bought fifty percent of his transfer fee from Atlético de Madrid. Oh shit! And and this is when he took him to to Portugal to Benfica. Ouch! They must be. At them, Atletico, he must have a really good, like, like a talent scout. They was like, hey man, get this dude. He's, he's a gem just waiting to be polished. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, a guy like Mendes is, uh, I mean, if he's your agent, that's, that's usually a, a good sign. And of course, just there's so many Portuguese players at, at Wolves. I mean, the coach is Portuguese, the goalie mm-hmm. is Portuguese, the midfield is Portuguese. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, so, um, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for, uh, for, uh, for Raul. And the thing is, is that if, if it wasn't Wolves, it would have been somebody else that would have signed him. And they probably would have been able to get more money out of it. And the thing about Wolves is that if Raul has another good year next year. Yep. <laughs> then, you know, Liverpool or, you know, like you said, you know, one of the, you know, one of the top team are going to play double what, what Wolves paid for, for him. So yeah. it's a sound investment for them. I, I, two things I hope. Number one, that they keep majority of the squad because that's my biggest concern is Wolves getting pulled, picked apart in the off season. But Mendes, dude, a lot of Mendes these, would just bring another group. Of well, because a lot of players are on there on loan, you know. Yeah. So I would like. So hopefully they they get through uh, against. Uh, is it Watford in the FA Cup? And they get to the final, and then um, you know they that they keep most of the players because Raúl, you know, he can't do it on his own. You know, he's got a good supporting cast. If you take away Jota, you know, I don't know how many how many goals Raúl has because they've had a great partnership this season. Yeah, I, I feel confident having Mendes there. I think he would. He he seems to have a pretty good supply. Yeah. He'll bring in another good batch. He'll bring in Cristiano since it's his boy. Just <laughs> <coughs> the best ever. Well, I'll tell you what, it's starting to make a lot of sense why, excuse me, why uh, Real Madrid sold that guy and why they haven't really, haven't really quote unquote replaced him yet with their announcement yesterday about the stadium they want to build. You know, it's not like in, in this country where they can, uh, Hold local governments hostage to build a stadium, and they have to they have to finance that thing entirely on their own. Is that really a priority, though? Like a new stadium? It shouldn't be. Like, well, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it is Real Madrid. 
because I went to that stadium in 2015. I did a tour there, and they already had the concept designs for, like, this new stadium. And that was, like, almost five years ago. <laughs> you know, it's like, dang, like, when is this thing going to be built, you know? So it's, like, it's been slow progress. Would, would they built it in the same grounds or somewhere yeah. else? They're just going to build on top of it, I think. They're just going to, like... They're going to go re- in and... They're just going to reconstruct they, it, yeah. Like, remember when the Chicago Fire... um they were going to build a stadium, so they were playing at a high school. Imagine, like, Real Madrid. Huh. <laughs> playing at South Lake Carroll's high school. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing at some, some Madrid prep school. Well, I mean, you know, let's not forget that it's not just uh, Real and, and Atlético Madrid that play at Madrid. I mean, there's Getafe and there's uh, Rayo Vallecano. I mean, there's a whole bunch of teams that play in Madrid, so, you know. They won't have a problem finding a finding a place to play. Yeah, but maybe even Atletico, because that's just too much money. Uh, you know, they would want one of the bigger stadiums. So, who do you think they're gonna buy this summer? You think it's gonna be Hazard? You know, I heard something crazy that they have about a five hundred or six hundred million. They're gonna have like a spending fee. <laughs> Zidane got his uh his wish, huh? God he damn! His, he did his little berrinche, and then they brought him back, and now this is he's, this he's is gonna... he, this is what Mati should have done. <laughs> he should have left, but not signed with anyone. Maybe, and then his, maybe he's just back. losing uh, on purpose <laughs> over there in San Jose, so <laughs> so they can fire him. So they can fire no. him. <laughs> No, he should he should have just stayed. Like he should have just stayed. He was already living in Max. Should have just you know. So, she was getting a new contract this summer, like TV. TV contract. They should for um for the U.S. The U.S. What leche? I do think, uh, yeah. Which probably because you you know there's that Univision. Just announced, not on Univision Televisa, that that they're doing um, they're doing didn't a new they, channel, right? Didn't they clean house <laughs> over there? Well, yeah, yeah, but but I think they're gonna relaunch. So I think I, I do think they might have Chivas as as you know for the sports. Mm-hmm. So they might come into some good, make some good shekels out of that. So that that should be that should be good. Alright boys. So game's over. Five zero. Final score, what'd I say? <laughs> you, you did so you should have done that bet. How long have you guys been online? Ouch. Been Since on for a bit, so about seven forty. Oh, okay. A long time. <laughs> yeah, usually we go. Uh, I think at the most two hours, two and a half. Sometimes we've been yeah. known to go three. It's a, it's, it's like an Ingemar Bergman movie. This podcast sometimes it just keeps going and going and going and going. John, <laughs> do, do you know about the Televisa? They're launching the new station for the U.S. market. 
Yeah, I, I have to think that it's going to be a, a combination with Univision because, I mean, they're partners. I don't see how they would. Well, I think they're buying, like, they're going to be majority owners. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't mean that. I don't think Univision is losing money on the deal. But, I mean, I mean, half the programming is from Televisa on Univision Deportes Network, and half the announcers are, I mean, they Televisa. share announcers, yeah. you know, on, on, on every, I mean, you know, one half, one half they do the Univision broadcast, and the second half they do the Televisa broadcast. I mean, half the talent is from, is from Televisa. I mean, Paco Villa works both. So it's okay, here, here I have this from yesterday. Televisa Univision to merge sports divisions. Spanish language broadcasters Televisa and Univision have announced a strategic alliance to combine their respective sports divisions and launch with revamped content, presenters, and a new image in Mexico, the U.S., and Canada. The as-yet-unnamed new sports brand will be unveiled on the 9th of June, targeting an audience of 170 million. Uh, so I do think they're going to want Chivas, you know, that if, if, you're, if they're launching that, they're going to yeah. want, especially if they're doing um, Liga MX and they already have America for obvious reasons. So I do think they're going to want Chivas and I do think Chivas is going to, you know, want to salir ganando también. So I, I, I think if this the new U.S. deal would bring him some good money. and and Because we need to go shopping in the <laughs> summer, man. <laughs> she was need yeah. to get Cesar Montes is like number one priority. You know, it's funny you bring up Chivas because uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're, uh, their last outing didn't go so well. Quite. I, know they, I know you're trying to soften the blow, trying to talk about uh, about Pumas and how bad they were in the, uh, <laughs> in the Copa Mekis oh. final. But you know, there are a couple of things I have to say about that. One, yes. you know, that's, that's that's I believe the third victory in a row that, that Pumas has had over Chivas. Two in the league, one in the Copa, and two. You know, Pumas wasn't afraid of playing America. They already they beat America already this season, and they would have played them at home at, at Seoul. It was just uh, you know they just got uh, you know they had a, a bad a bad a stupid yellow a second yellow and then, then started the second half and. You know, and, uh, you know, Juarez is, uh, I mean, that place was, was rocking. It was, uh, it was, uh, I'm happy for them. They, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, and Juarez, if I'm not mistaken, I believe eliminated Blue America. Yeah, from Jaime, Copa Jaime brought that, that to our attention. Yeah. No, no, you were saying how you had said Juarez had eliminated America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was so, that you or was that Chiquis? Someone well, said. I think it was Chiquis, but. <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say, Juarez, is that you're not going to hear this. <laughs> At oh. all, at all, at all tonight. What do you mean at all? Oh, oh, tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Well, yeah, it's 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 understandable. She was has <laughs> been. She was just hasn't been there. I mean, this is what you're gonna hear. There you go. That, that's that's how Chivas has been playing. That's that's what you that's how Chivas has been playing. Oh man, John, you got some fire, man! You got some fire today. What's up? It's uh, you know, I, I hear I hear people talking bad about Pumas, and are you a Pumas fan? Oh yeah, I've oh, been I a, didn't know that. Yeah, I've been a, I've been a Pumas fan since the since the mid seventies. Oh, okay. So you get to see the the Ugo show. Well, the Cabino show before the Ugo show, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was. Yeah, they both were 
pretty spectacular. I mean, I, I barely remember it. I'll be honest with you, but uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I that's why I became a fan of theirs because all they did was score just piles and piles of goals every game. Just goles on amores. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty crazy. And when when Cavinho went to Atlanta, I was like, really, Atlante? <laughs> Atlante, man, R.I.P. <laughs> Although they did play a final against Tigres in '82, which uh, which which Tigres actually won. Oh, was that their first title? Probably, huh? Uh, it would have. That's actually their second because they'd beaten uh, Pumas in either '78 or '79. I oh. forget which one. Yeah, but uh, no, it was. Uh, it was funny because usually I've you know because during the NBA season I'm I'm, I'm very busy. So uh, and and I've been uh, like telecommuting pretty much for the past six months. So a lot of the times we do these podcasts, I'm on the road. Oh, okay. So I don't have my my, my goodies, but I have my goodies with me today. So uh, <laughs> uh, it, it makes it a lot more uh, a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. We to, definitely uh, the soundboard to uh, make fun of uh, because I do have a lot of. Well, let's see, let's see. Who, who, oh, of course, we have the uh, here. The, this this will be. Uh, for all the all the Chivas fans tonight. Yeah, Gonzalo. Agua con los chavillos. Te están viendo tus hijos, Gonzalo. Compórtate ya. Cante. Hey, kicking us while we're down, don't you? Well, you know the the trash talking Guerita would also say. Chivas, don't make me laugh. Yeah, see, so it's not just me. I still see this team bouncing back. A little bounce back. They have to. And, and yeah, with the summer in our top. Well, if I were not mistaken, Joel, I believe in, that huh? you, uh, at the beginning of, of, of last season. I still believe. Well, hang on a second. Let, let's, 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 let's retrace our steps. At the beginning of the, of the apertura, after week two, Joel, you suggested to Chivas fans to, to go out on loan for the season because Chivas wasn't going to mount anything. He said, go, go out on loan, go, go support other teams. Don't worry. You know, Chivas is, is still going to be here, but this, <laughs> and we, in Jornada Dos, you said this season is lost in Jornada Dos. And then okay. at the beginning of the clausura, you said Chivas, Liguilla or busts, you know, they're going to make the semifinals at the yeah. very least. And no, now, I didn't say semifinals. And now, I just said Liguilla is back in the menu. No, I still think Liguilla is still very possibility. It's it's still there, and and they will face two teams that will already be qualified, uh, in Tigres and León. Their schedule is not that bad. They I, play I do Lobos think, next, right? Yeah, and they're playing the Lobos. They just came out of a big loss. So, I mean, if they could get their ish together, I still think they could rally and at least sneak in in eighth place, and, and that's all we need. Yeah, I mean, that. Chivas just, have always been a there. Chivas have just always a been a repechaje team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just we just need to get in there, just a tip, and that's it. Just we don't. Yeah, it's a different, different story. <laughs> yeah. So, on, honestly, Ho, do you honestly believe that that that, that oh. by the end of the season, it's going to be? Oh, hang on a second. It's going to be one of these. <laughs> <laughs> You honestly believe that that's what's going to happen, Juan? You know that they're not going to make the league. Yeah, they're going to they're going they're going to they're going to collapse even more. They're going to collapse under Coyote. I mean, they have they have no Palito Coyote coaching them right now. I mean, it's just it's no just palito. not going to happen. Oh no, Palito! It's, it's just not going to happen. Damn! Ouch! Damn! Okay, okay. I, mean, I see you, John. You, you, I you see know, you. You know who I would bring in to coach Chivas right now because they have a better luck is. 
Ya, yeah, Gonzalo. It's Gonzalo. Gonzalo. Yeah, bring Gonzalo in. Gonzalo, you know, he's too emotional. Nah, let's bring Bofo in. <laughs> Bofo, mine. I would bring Tiburon, dude. What's Ramon Morales doing right now? He was, I think he wanted to do youth coaching. Mm. And he had presented, there's a group of Chivas, former Chiva players. And, um, and they were, they were trying to present a project, but they got, they didn't really, they weren't taken serious. I think this was around the time of Benaiges. Benaiges, when they brought in ben, the former Barca guy, Albert. Did they fire uh, him too? Or yeah, were, yeah. Who? The uh, Benaiges, didn't they fire him? They fire everybody. They did. They fired. No, well, see, because the, the guy that brought him in was like, they they were like restructuring the team and, and they brought, they, they kicked out Huero Real to bring in Benaiges. And then when they brought the La Torres, well, Real is their boy, so they, they of course they were going to bring back Real. And uh, I remember Profe Cambiarrayas was crying. And you're like, I was like, okay, look, if Benaiges is all that, like you claim, he's going to end up in a big team. He, you don't you don't have that in your resume, La Masia at at their greatest, and and he's working well like in Puerto Rico like some semi pro team. That, that's like where he's at. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> hey man, we got Lobos next. Let's take yes. it day by day by day, man. Wait, Lobos is it at home? Yeah. And then they at play the, uh, at the Morelia. Akron. Okay, then Morelia. See, two winnable games, that's six points. Oh, then, you got, <laughs> then you got the, you got the Super Camotes. Oh, man, they've been, they've been doing good. And then... Chelis, uh, has been fired and up. And then the toughest ones, Leon and then Tigres. Yeah. Yeah, but they're going to be qualified by that point. That's uh, not going to stop them from bro. kicking our ass, bro. No, man. They're going to send reserves. They're going to be like, let's put the foot off of the pedal. Ah, no need yeah. to injure players. Uh, play. We need we need to make up the minutes for that 2011 rule. I think it's going to uh, be uh, just in time for Gignac to come back, no? Gig- oh, man, that's right. But, but yeah, you, just send someone <laughs> to kick them, just, just in a patada, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Guadalajara has 50, so they need, they need 11 points out of their next five games. So that's three wins and two draws. It's, it's Three it wins and two draws. Could happen. Si se puede. This is the most positive I've heard Juan in a long time. I think, I think Jaime is I believe uh, that we can bringing win. some positivity to Juan. <laughs> uh, Chivas unite. When Juan comes on, Jaime, when Juan comes on, he's a Chivas fan also. Uh, they're always, it's always a Chivas versus Chivas moment. They're always fighting and stuff. But with you, <laughs> I, but you, you know, you, you and Joel are, are, are friends. Are like, the thing about it is, like, I'm a, I'm a fan, obviously, but I'll, I'll try and be as neutral as I can be. <laughs> we haven't had a good Chiva contra Chiva in a long time. Yeah, Juan is out coaching this way. Needs to make it on, and we have a high mate, Chiva fan, uh, bringing positivity to the podcast. Good stuff. So, Jaime, hmm. how many 
Chivas titles have you been alive to see? Uh, I don't know how old you are. So I'm a '90s baby. So you just so 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 three or two. I saw Chivas win against Toros Nesa. That was the first one. Love that. Cusano Napolis. Then I saw them lose to Necaxa, which was tough. And then I saw them lose to the Pumas. So let me ask you this: as, as a Chivas fan, you know, I know that the Chivas fans think that 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 that, that, uh, that Pelado Almeida is like the greatest coach in the history of coaching. Mm. And 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 and, and, mm. and, 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 Tuca, so. and Tuca did the same thing. And 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 why don't Chivas fans hold Tuca in the same regard? I think the same thing. I think Tuca because uh, it was so long ago, and obviously he he like hates Chivas now. Yeah. No, but but you know what? It's is that he won the two Copa MX, the Super Copa, and then the Concacaf Champions Cup. And, and one thing I've I said a, a bunch of times that these are cups that weren't being played for a long time, for many years. You, even the Concacaf wasn't taken serious. At one point, they would just play it over the weekend in some. And you know, I remember when they played it in Las Vegas, like some. I think it was also some college stadium. And they just had like one-off games. Ah, uh, same with <laughs> same, same with Copa MX. They it it was just not I being think, played. I think with uh with Mati, like I don't think he was our best coach. I think he because of like the the positivity he brought, the love that he had for like Mexico is is definitely like it blinds us from the obvious flaws that he had, you know? Because those Copa those Copa Mekis, like cups, like let's be honest, man, those are Mickey Mouse cups. They're not it real is. cups. It is, but, but he came. He, he, did, he came he at did the win, right time. Yeah, he did win the the Conca Champions, which is like respectable. Um, and I wish he could have stayed. You know, I, I think there's still a lot more that he could have done. He's not the Bazaar. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, but that's the thing. He he chose not to stay. He, he was did it his it decision? Once. I don't know, man. I think to me kinda, it was. They were kind of trying yeah. to force him out. No, but but uh, like, I'm just going off of what, like what I've seen, and also like when they, because they had at one point given him like complete control. Like he was, he was like he even took over the medical. You know, he overseen the medical staff, the youth. He just was running the whole team, and he even you could you could find articles where he's saying I'm. You know, it's just too much for me. I need help, and that's that's around the time they they brought in um, Hirafa. And you see the presentation, and you, you could see um, Matis hating it. He wanted he wanted Benja, and they keep it in the family. And they brought in they brought in Hirafa, and then Hirafa said he met up with, and he said it on on uh, Spicy Soccer. He's like. I went to Mati's house to meet up with him so we could plan the season and Mati Mati just he just didn't want to be part of it. Hmm. He I think he was checked out. And and they always said uh now they're filtering that he he wasn't getting along with with um a Maori. And and Bergara had just booked it. He Bergara was like his main you know, his main support, but he left to New York. So they kind of did leave him out to dry. But I do think she was messed up in giving him, like, so much to do. And, and he had – he just didn't have that experience to, to run all that. 
my other question for <clears throat> since I have a new Chivas fan to talk to <laughs> is okay. So 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 Chivas fans live in the city of Guadalajara, where they have a song that that that's easily the most famous Mexican song. Period. I mean, I don't think anyone 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 doubts that. Yet they never sing it ever. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking. You know, scoring goals or whatever, or like especially like if you're if you're in you know if you're beating the Club America and you're in the Azteca and you can, there's so many parts of that song you can sing to rub it in their face and they never do it. It's like, what a massive opp- what a what a huge opportunity wasted for for Chivas fans have have this unbelievably outstanding song at their disposal. Yeah, but it's like they never use it. It's like when a selection, like when you have those partidos moleros and everyone starts singing, you know, silly, uh, you know. Well, like, yeah, I mean, but they, they 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 can. I mean, I understand that, but I mean, but I mean, that that, that kind of stuff should happen organically. I mean, geez, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just it, it boggles my mind. Like, if they're not up two zero, why they're not doing the ayayay part of the of of the Guadalajara song? How cool would that be? The whole stadium's doing that. Well, wouldn't that wouldn't that give you chills? Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't every hair in your body stand up if you heard the whole stadium doing that? <clears throat> You need you sort of need a supporters group to do that. Do the Chivas even have like a? Oh, yeah. they sing songs. Their songs are from Argentina. Evidente. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's just you know if, if, if their whole marketing is that we're the all Mexican team and all this and then you're doing all this Argentine stuff, you know, you got the greatest Mexican song in history, and you know they use it occasionally to maybe get the crowd going just a little bit. You know, they play the the Vicente bit, and that's it. John wants to sing in the cucaracha. No, I don't want to sing the cucaracha. I want to sing Guadalajara. He wants to sing in the cucaracha in Mexico games and shit, man. Nah, dude, those are classics, but you don't you don't sing those in a game, man. You got you got to make your own chance. Yeah, have, heaven forbid you, you, you the, the team Guadalajara doesn't sing Guadalajara when they're winning. I like I, one I, of my I favorite. Imagine why they would do that. One of my favorite chants is uh, Rojinegro Cagón. That's like one of my favorite ones. <laughs> That's uh, I think it's a, I think it's a generational uh, uh, difference. I think that's a millennial type of thing. I, I'm surprised they're not playing Dragon or something like singing to that. Chicky, <laughs> did, didn't you leave earlier, Chicky? Well, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I look at Liverpool and then they sing a song that's 80 years old. Yeah, I remember when I went to uh, Barcelona in Camp Nou. They always end every game with that old ass. Yeah, they're 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 anthem, and then the it's, crowd goes it's crazy. Up. Yeah, it's so old. And and yeah, and everyone sings it, and you know, it's pretty badass when they do. All right, I'll tell you what, John. They're gonna play at uh, Levi Stadium against Benfica. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make it happen, bro. I think you should. <laughs> you, gonna... <laughs> you, you gotta pass off. You gotta pass off flyers with the lyrics, though. <laughs> with the lyrics. Because it's going to be like the national anthem. Have you seen Mexico fans? They'll, they'll sing like just the first few lines and then they forget. Yeah. Yeah. Guadalajara, Guadalajara. I mean, how hard is that? Now yeah, Cole but, can uh, sing it. It's kind of hard to like chant that a in chant, a game. It might not work. Yeah. It's yeah. a chant. It might not sound you like Well, you, you can't say Guadalajara four times in a song and then and somehow that's not going to work. Yeah, I, I can see how that's... No, I mean, it's like it's not. It's a song, you know. It's not like a. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm asking way too much. I'm gonna. What I got a fans to. You know what I'm gonna, gonna do? Song that's the most emblematic song of uh, of the entire country. I'm, you know, I'm gonna make the, the all Mexican team. I'm gonna make everyone sing Mesa que más aplauda. That I could see working. Mesa, Mesa, Mesa que más aplauda. I'm just gonna make everyone do that. Hey, but instead of niña, le, le mando la podóloga. <laughs> so that. <laughs> yeah. La minera. You know, I, I wonder, John, if that ever came up, because there is a few support groups, uh, the, 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 the ultras and the irreverente or whatever. There's a couple of them. Uh, Legion, I think, Legion. And, um, I, yeah, because, you know, they have meetings. They, they, it, and then they, you know, they, they do their banners and work on chants and stuff. So I bet they've they've gone through stuff. So I wonder if that if that ever popped up and if they tried it and it just didn't work. What kind Anita. of meetings? You like huh? movies about gladiators? What kind of meetings? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's almost like like comic because then they they're, they're sewing stuff <laughs> and painting because <laughs> you gotta make signs and and the trapos and all that. <laughs> Drums is like yeah. It's gonna be a, a fun summer. You got a Gold Cup, you got the International Champions Cup, which is kind of weird because it's gonna be all over the globe. You know, it's like makes no sense. And the Gold Cup is finally gonna stick their toe in the water of playing games outside their comfort zone slash moneymaker, which is the United States. They're gonna play one game in Costa Rica. And they announced this week they're going to play one game in in, in Jamaica. And what they should do is they should play, they should play uh, one home, one away, and one neutral just to, you know, give everyone a a fair. I mean, it's one thing to play at Salvador with 30,000 El Salvadorians in Los Angeles. It's another thing to play at Salvador with 50,000 El Salvadorians in in the the Cuscatlán. I can't even say Cuscatlán. Yeah. I mean, Wait, so there's two international matches? No, yeah, there's, there's just going to be two outside. They're gonna, there's one in Costa Rica, a group game in Costa Rica, and a group game in, in Kingston, Jamaica. They just announced that. This Out week. of all places, Kingston. Well, okay. they said they were going to have one in Central America and one in the Caribbean. But oh. like I said, what they need to do is have play one home, one away, and one neutral. So you play one mm-hmm. wherever. You know, and then and then just and then play the rest of the. Why don't we just do it all in Canada? Switch things up. I don't know. I don't get. I don't get it. <laughs> because the Gold Cup is how Concacaf bankrolls the the the, the, the rest of their projects. That's why. Because, yeah, they make the make the make most because money. Because El Salvador in the US. US is gonna is gonna draw maybe five hundred people in Mexico. It draws fifty five thousand in in Chicago. Yeah, that's why. Exactly. It's, it's all, and yeah, and then from the concession, not the concession, but at least tickets, they could get away with charging 150 and more. You just can't do that. Like in Jamaica, you'll probably have to, it's like $20 maybe for the VIP. I'm, I'm, for the um, VIP. <laughs> yeah, man, dude. It's Next to the cheap. coconut stand. <laughs> I actually would love to go see a game in Jamaica at the Bob Marley Stadium. I'm sure the atmosphere and the, uh, the uh, 
I should, how, how should we say this? I'm sure. I'm sure it smells very nice. It smells nice. There. <laughs> Why is everyone so happy? Why does it smell like pine cones? I don't exactly, understand. Exactly. It, it, it smells like you know the, the air fresh pine cones. Wait, Here's... who's playing right now? What's going on? I've been stuck for like yeah. thirty minutes. Well, let me tell you. It, 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 it smells like the LA Coliseum is what it smells like. <laughs> the Coliseum did smell like that, gentlemen. I have the, the FIFA rankings are out today. Mexico dropped one spot to 18. Uh, oh, man. And, and I'm not going to say the top teams because it's boring. But I'm going to say the, the rankings for CONCACAF. So Mex- Mexico's the highest at 18th, uh, followed by U.S. in 24th, Costa Rica in 38th, Jamaica in 56th, Honduras 61, El Salvador 71, Panama 74. I would have thought Panama would have been... Higher, Canada seventy-eight. Um, yeah, I don't know what this team is. It says CUW. CUW. Curacao. Yeah, I don't know. What Curacao. 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 That's Curacao. Curacao. What? What? How does a W play in there, Yon? What's 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 going on here? Curacao. Yeah. Curacao. Didn't they like qualify to the? Or no. Well, checking. they they just became a FIFA member uh, for the last Gold Cup. And um, they have a, I mean, yeah, they they have some pretty talented players. They're going to make exactly. I'm very high on. I think that they, he's, especially he's been with, talking with the them up since last year. So you heard it here first. Especially he's, since when they expand the, the the when like there's like five Concacaf teams. I, I fully expect Curacao to make the World Cup easily. Really? Be, yep. And then ninety uh, third is Trinidad at one hundred high T. Or Haiti, one uh, Antigua ATW. You know, it is it is it is still sh- shocking to me, Joel and yes. Jaime and Chiquis and Estelan, that in 1974 Haiti beat Mexico out for the World Cup. <laughs> and not only that, but then, but then, was but then, but, and, and on top of that, they they took the lead against Italy. In their first in their first match, what? La Puente had yeah. La Puente had like uh, like the Hulk Hogan type haircut with blonde locks. Yeah. Oh my you god! See him running. <laughs> so La Puente was on that team. Uh, Rafa Puente was the goalie, if I'm not mistaken, right? Snap, snap. Wait, I don't, I don't know. And I think I don't and Carlos, remember Carlos that Albert much. was on that team, or, or he would have been. Not oh, black ball. <laughs> He's talking Damn. shit, huh? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he was he was the first free agent, so you know he, you know, for a lot. I know he. That's cheeky sidle, man. Careful how I, you. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> not I'm not. I hold. I hold Carlos Alberto, you know, because he his career ended because of. Yeah. You know, because of of the stance that he took. So I have nothing but respect for. Okay, for, I figured it out, John. It's Antigua, okay. number one hundred twenty third, one hundred twenty three. Then watch I out, Gotta watch out for those Antiganos. Yes. <laughs> At 129 is Nicaragua, and at 135, SKN. St. Kitts and Nevis. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone did good in his geography class. <laughs> yeah, I don't even recognize their flag. Uh, and this is, this is wow, man. This is how bad things are. Guate is at 143rd. That just seems very, very low, man. Especially well, they when still, they still have to wheel out at Pescadito every time they have an international. Well, they, yeah, they take them out of the retirement home. Yeah. But you know, considering El Salvador Seven. had like suspensions for for they were 
they were um, throwing away games for 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 match fixing scandal, and they were suspended like a year, and they had players suspended, and they're at seventy one, man. I, I don't know what Salvadorians did, and and what they do at one forty three. That's the fact that they're that they're lower than Nicaragua should should tell you everything you need to know about the state of the of of of, of Chapin soccer right there. Yeah, and, and it's like they don't, you know, they they've had they've always had some some good players, um, and they got one of the strongest leagues in Central America, especially compared to a lot of these other teams, like um, you know, right? I mean, Curacao and NIT and all that. I mean, you'd always they, think that El Salvador and Honduras are kind of, you know, even more or less. And then, you know, Guatemala was either be like, you know, right above them or right below them, but. Guatepeor now. Yeah. What's it's really, peor. I don't even think they made the gold cup. Dang. Ouch, must suck, dude. Okay. Wow. And, 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 and then let us not forget that the last time they played the gold cup, they had, Me- Mexico was sweating to, to beat them in the quarterfinals. Chicharito had to beat... score a goal to Taquito to win that game. They, they didn't, they took Brazil one time and when they had like one of their, one of their, Top teams, one of their best teams, I would say. The thing they tied, they tied Brazil. It's uh, in one of the one of the Gold Cups when they were guests. But I mean, they were at that point, which is probably like their best result ever. That's that's up there, you know, the greatest moments. I remember yeah, too. Been, there, there are sixteen yeah. teams. These are the teams that made the Gold Cup. So Bermuda. Oh jeez, Canada! They're, they're not even what they must be lower than 143. God dang! Canada, uh, Cuba, Curacao, El that's Salvador, even Cuba. Haiti, Jamaica, Martinique, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, yeah, Honduras, Mexico, Panama, TNT, and, and the U.S. That I like is... to see the rankings. Wow. We must have some teams ranked at the 200. Oh, well, the thing is, mean, if, 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 if Nicaragua made it, then that means that they eliminated that they eliminated uh, Guatemala because they always do it by region. Wow. Like, like in the UNCAF or whatever it is that they, that, that they also put here in the United States. You're giving me hype for this cup, John. You're giving me super yeah, you, hype. You're going to go uh, go across like the country a... to watch Bermuda play Nicaragua? I don't know if I want to go playing for that. That's going to be the, the game trip. at the Rose Bowl. That's going to be the game at the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> 90,000 fans to see that one. God damn. We're going to see a Jimenez scoring seven goals. Oh, the way that that that, that, that gets, uh, Who was it? Who, who did he did that against? Was it Jamaica that he did that against? Who did uh, that? Or, 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 or was, it was like a Martinique or, or somebody Yeah, I was one of those. Turks and Caicos or something. I don't know. So they probably don't exist anymore. Hey, Chicharito needs to, you know, start building his, you know. Nah, it's all Jimenez, man. It's, it's going to be Why Jimenez. not both? Why not both, man? Yeah, I've never oh. understood why they can't play both. Personally, play both. I don't know. It's, it's up to Martino. Vela's I, not going. We already know Vela's I don't know, not man. going. <laughs> Vela's like, you know what? You guys, you guys got this. I'm going to stay here in L.A. Well, I mean, Rose Bowl won't be that far from his house. So he, he could just... Yeah, but he doesn't like the color green, unless it's <laughs> on his paycheck. <laughs> they have a black jersey to match that. Oh, that's right. They um, do. Maybe we should just they could swap it him. in his sleep and he won't even notice. <laughs> he won't know, yeah. And then have, uh, we can hypnotize match, him. And have the match played right there at the at the Bank of California. 
<laughs> he shows up thinking it's a, it's an MLS match, uh, and then g- given the rival, you know, if they're playing yeah Nicaragua or whatever, he won't know the difference. They just give him a, <laughs> give him the Quakes uniform. <laughs> oh man! All right, so they're playing, and they're you know who doesn't want to go see the the Bermuda Canada match in in Minnesota. Let's see where they have. Wait, is the uh, the schedule's out already? So they already have the no, fixtures? no. They, they won't. Uh, they're not going to. I mean, Coca Cola never has a quote unquote draw. Uh huh. They have a a placement. But uh, but Mexico's already in Group A, and and, and in Group A they're going to play their first match, like you said, in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to play in Houston, uh, right? In Denver. Oh, Denver. And then they're going to play in uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then Group B. Uh, uh, they haven't made that determination. Oh, I think they already have. Uh, and they're playing in, in Minnesota. They're playing in, in Frisco. Group B. Uh, where else? Group B is also playing in in, New, in, in uh, Red Bull. And let's see. Group C is uh, non-US. Oh, non-US venue. So the Group B is going to be uh, Costa Rica. It's Costa Rica, and then Group C is going to be uh, uh, Jamaica. So Port Honduras has to go to Jamaica. And then let's see. Uh, in Group D, they get uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, and they also get uh, they get Cleveland. Boy, who wants again? Whoa, that's a you know, you know. Let's let let's all uh, flee to the Clee. And then Kansas City. So that's that that that's your Group D, Group D. Oh, and they are playing in Bank of America, Bank of California. Group mm-hmm. C is playing in Bank of California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that that's going to be the Honduras Jamaica group. Oh, and Batting down the hatches for that one. Then the quarterfinals are going to be uh, in uh, in Houston and in Philly, and then the semis are going to be in, uh, they'll do a doubleheader, and then the semis are going to be in Glendale and Nashville, and then the finals are going to be at, at, at Soldier Field, which is good because on July seventh, I mean, you have to have it somewhere north or enclosed because otherwise it would just be just a brutally hot, miserable time. I mean, I've been where where you are, Jaime, where it's. What look ninety eight degrees in San Jose and across the bay it's what fifty. Yep. But there isn't a stadium across the bay, so they have to play in that. Well, there's a baseball the, the field, a rector set for the stadium. There's a the Giants. Giants will. Yeah, but they're uh, busy playing baseball though. <laughs> I actually saw a few uh, soccer games at that stadium. It was really weird because you okay. see a big ass uh, baseball glove. In the background, in a Coca-Cola right. bottle, and then you see like a soccer field, makeshift soccer field. It just does not look right. Yeah, so the Gold Cup will be interesting, and uh, I mean, I would have to say that you know, right now Mexico's probably favorite, but um, oh, this is a uh, you know, I would, they, I would, they should I would just expect... give the title to Mexico already, and then just... I don't know about that so much. Cause, oh, uh, dude, are you kidding I'm, me? I'm, hey, I'm. It's I'm just be, uh, it's gonna be a king. For the early games, I should cap Kikin to score like five goals in a game, <laughs> like he used to do. You know, you can laugh at Kikin all you want. He, he he scored two goals against Germany. There you go. Yeah, he still got it. Wait, in the Confederations Cup? Yep. And uh, against Portugal, and that's why he ended up at Benfica. I like Kikin. Yeah, he 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 let it all hang out every time he played. <laughs> there are very few, very few Mexican players you can say that about, and you knew that he was always going to give it his all. So I have, I've always liked, I like the way Kikin played. 
I mean, he wasn't he was like the fastest or the greatest or this and that, but you knew that he was gonna he was gonna give it everything. I remember one league year where he like didn't he break his like collarbone or something like that, and he still played. He was yeah. Like, well, he scored two goals against uh, against Monterrey when went in Pumas to to win the title. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was cool, you know, but man. So I'm guessing John has a Kikin tattoo. <laughs> Who's that fan? I, that... I have the Holy Trinity. I have Kikin and Hugo and Gabinho. You don't have Nico Castillo? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. He's nowhere, no nowhere near. No Picolines? No, nowhere Isn't near. Is there a guy that took a, a, a Nico Castillo tattoo? A Pumas fan? Well, the, my, no my Picolin tattoos are, 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 are elsewhere, Joel. Dude, I need to find that photo. There's some guy that actually <laughs> he probably he probably went and got it erased afterwards. He probably <laughs> or, or he could have it altered. Yeah, he altered. Just altered. It. <laughs> oh, I was I was dying when I saw it. He looked so uncomfortable <laughs> taking that photo with the fan. He looked so uncomfortable. Oh my god. Like Nettie's tattoo of his of his parents on his chest, man. Oh. That's Poor rough, man. Poor guy. Imagine like you're a girl giving this guy a BJ and then you see <laughs> you see his parents on his <laughs> chest. When you look up. <laughs> Do you still wanna show me your cucumber? Have you met the have you met my parents yet? Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> the intimate connection right there. Oh my god. It's too much. Uh, just breaks I don't know my how heart. to how to show this photo. I just put it in the group chat. But uh breaks my dude, heart. Uh, that photo is priceless. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny because I mean I, I mean I wouldn't I'm just, I'm not a tattoo guy, but I mean uh, yeah, I just would never Oh yeah. man, no tramp stamp. I'm disappointed, bro. Yeah, that that was a a little a little past my generation there. Uh, no no tribal tattoo on your arm. I got nothing. Nothing. Because I always said to myself, well, actually, said someone when I was young, I was like, man, I should I should really invest in a tattoo removal product because I know that these people are gonna go, what the was I thinking <clears> when I got this tattoo when I was 23? You know. And then uh, I I work in uh, in live sports, uh, production trucks and stuff. There used to be a a Maverick, uh, a Dallas Maverick. I can't remember what, his, what the guy's name was, but he had a, a tattoo on his neck that it was of, of of someone's head that stuck out right over his shirt, right over his plane jersey. What? And we call them Quato from uh, from Total Recall. Oh, Quato is at the line because because uh, of that tattoo. It just was, yeah. It was just really, it just it, it made no sense to me. It made no sense. Uh, there was a you made Rick from the chat uh, laugh out loud, Jaime, with that comment. So huh? quick shout out, quick shout out to I don't know if this is a Rick from Discord, but uh, uh, Rick Escutia. Wait, where are you, where are you seeing this? Oh, this is the YouTube chat. Where is the YouTube uh, chat? I don't know. Oh, you I don't have know. to go to the you have to go to the YouTube video. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I guess quick shout out to Rick and Kevin Drivetta who says uh, best podcast ever. Keep it up. Uh, and Lou, Lou has been a long time listener. 
Rick so is uh, sh- shout out to Rick. He's a he's a huge LAFC supporter and uh, he used to be a Choose USA supporter too. He was like, "You're gonna see I a show." Met him. Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. Here we it's go. Funny cause, Here we go. <laughs> it's funny because I actually uh, I sent him that video. I'm like, "Dude, that's you, bro." This is awesome. <laughs> you know, I met him, but he, he was like 11 years old. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he his uh you know his family is big on the support groups. This is Chris uh, Hansen. Uh, I'd like you to have a seat right over here. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I mean, did, did you walk up to him and say, It wasn't in private. It's a choking. Did you ask him this question, Hoyt? You like movies about gladiators? <laughs> so, well, I see you got some ring pops and some uh, some Corona. What do you think you're going to plan on doing here? I apologize. <laughs> I'm res- Unmarked white band. No, it was. Man, it's just just that. Uh, tell... Shame on you, Hoel. <laughs> you know, see about this because I since I had to hide the house in a while. Though there's so many little things here that I just uh, I'm, I'm having so much fun playing here. But uh, no, we, I do appreciate all the uh, the folks that are that are on the on the chat right now. Oh yeah, with uh, Rick and Lou and and Kevin, who uh, gives us uh, a very nice uh, review. So we're very very thrilled and happy to have that. It's been fun, man. Thank you guys for uh, inviting me. Yeah, man. So I guess uh, this weekend there's a cat fight going on. Tigres uh, and. Uh, Pumas, that should be good. Oof, it, but it's 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 in my, in Monterrey. They're gonna get slaughtered. It's gonna be ugly. Hey, have some more um, confidence in yeah. your team, yeah, guy. Dude, I got no confidence right now. The, right right now, my confidence is get to twenty points, and you know that that'll that'll be good. That that's that's it. How far how far is Pumas from the relegation zone? Oh, Chivas they're nowhere is, near. It. They're they're nowhere near. It. They're nowhere Chivas near. is yeah, Chivas is much 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 more soft. Slipping back in there. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look. Uh... So Monterrey five, uh, Sporting Kansas City zero. The gap is closing, guys. Watch out. Yeah, well, I mean, Sporting Kansas City wouldn't have been the best representative of that, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was unfortunate for them. Let's see. Like when, uh, here we go. Where where is Pumas in relation to this? Pumas is down there. Uh, Guadalajara is actually eleventh. Pumas fourteenth. It's only two two points difference, but uh, there's three points difference from the eighth spot. Yeah, but what you got to look at is is not 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 this year, but 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 how they how they stack for next year. And uh, next year, Unam is already is, is in twelfth, and uh, and Guadalajara is in fifteenth, and they are how many how many? Oh, you're talking about the quotiente. Uh, yeah, and they, yeah, for next year they're at sixty-eight, and Pumas is at eighty. And uh, you know, thank God for them. Veracruz is where they are, but if you, with Veracruz being gone, then the the uh, the relegation is going to be between Guadalajara, Atlas, Querétaro, and whoever comes in new. I actually got a question about that. What's going to happen with Veracruz? Can they buy their way back in? They probably will. And then what's going to happen to the team well, that it's gonna, wins? It's gonna, it's gonna, well, then they'll just come up. 
the ascenso. Because they, what they want to do is they want to get to 20. Uh-huh. So they'll, if, if Veracruz wants to buy back in, then they'll do that. And then the, if, if a team that comes up has met the requirements to come up, then they'll have 19 teams, which is, which is idiotic. Don't get me wrong. It, it's cause, just, cause that means everyone's going to have a week off. Letting, letting Veracruz, like, just buy their, you know. Cause Tapachula won, right? And then they didn't get promoted. Right. Because, because they didn't meet the requirements. The requirements yeah. are 20k stadium. That, that that's the big one. And, see, and 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 here's my frustration with that. I mean, there's so many of the of these second division teams that built stadiums, and then and then and then Liga MX comes and does this to them after the fact. It's like, I mean, really that are it? under capacity. Yeah. It's just it's just it's just it's just it's just so. So there's, there's just no realistically there's what like a handful of teams that can six. Meet. Yeah, because it's like Leones Negros. Zapatec, uh, Zaca, uh, I can't even say it. Yeah. San Luis and, uh, Dorados? Uh, Dorados and, and then there, there's a couple other ones. But yeah, but that's it. But is it, it, isn't like relegation now, it's no longer like you can relegate. It's more like penalty. Like you have to pay a penalty fee. Well, only, you know? only if, yes, but, 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 but only but if, for, uh, like like Lobos Bob had to pay that and then they paid it to the team that that that, that would have come up. Yeah, but Veracruz wouldn't. Veracruz could just pay and it doesn't matter. Right, but but what I'm saying is, if a team meets the requirements and they're going to come up, they're going to have 19 teams because they want to get to 20. Yeah, but, but I mean Veracruz, I mean it's it's horrific. They are. I mean, even if they come up, and then and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, then they start at zero. So it might be better off for them anyway, because they are, as it stands right now, they are twenty-one. They are twenty-seven points behind. Twenty-seven points behind. Jeez. Which is which is nine games. I mean, they they were relegated like in jornada tres. I mean, that that's yeah. It's just uh, it is uh, it is it is, it is very unfortunate. Yeah, but but I mean, the, the fact that Liga Mekis, you know, sets these requirements after some of these stadiums that have already been built, it's like. You know, it, 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 yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just so, you know, there, there's just, there's never been any vision. There's no, you know, it, it, everything is always just so reactive. It's just, it's really, uh, really unfortunate because they're going to, they're going to get past. I mean, it's not going to happen like next year or in, or in two years or five years, but they're going to get passed up and it's like, they're going to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're going to look at each other and say, whoa, whoa, what just happened? Like, you know, you guys are, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I learned this about the uh, Premier League. The teams that get promoted from the Championship to the Premier League get a hundred million pounds. Yes, they they and, get TV money, and then they also get another hundred if they get relegated the next season. So there's why there's a lot of owners that just play that teeter totter, and that's why they don't like invest in the club, and they just pocket the money. It's interesting. I didn't know like it was that much money that they were getting for getting promoted and relegated. Yeah, they, they uh, you know, they have a a league wide TV contract. They don't mm-hmm. have, you know, you know, Lobos Bob comes up and they can't even get a TV contract because you know the TV's like, who's gonna watch Lobos Bob? You know, you guys, you guys had your Clásico del Camote last week and <laughs> and you That's know, it. two thousand people showed up. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's uh, it is uh. It is very fortunate. Now, now before we go, I, I do want to ask you, uh, Jaime, one last question. It's a good question we ask. You know, are you are you uh, 
are, are you with with significant other? Are you ever married? Do you have a girlfriend? No, Nothing. I'm a bachelor right now. You're a bachelor. So did did it did it did it end well with with did it end amicably with with the last one or was it rough? Um. Eh, let's say it was it was it was mutual. It wasn't bad. All right. So if, if, if was she gringa or was she? No, no, no. she was Filipino. Filipino. Okay. Well, if if if, if she rang the doorbell right now and 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 said this to you. Okay, Ching. Wearing a Chiva shirt, would would you take her back? Uh probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone says that though. Nobody likes America. So that wouldn't that that, that that would not be enough for you. That would not be enough for you. Nah, nah, man. X's are X's for a reason, bro. All right. Not even for, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe one night. Oh, for one night, for sure. All right, all right. Because <laughs> you know, you know, Joel said in our in our last podcast, you know, after the uh, the Tata Martino, that that after 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 the two games, that he was ready to invite Tata up for a cup of coffee. He was, <laughs> he, he, uh, he he'd seen enough. He was he was ready. He was ready. He's yeah. ready. <laughs> Oh man, he, he, was, he was ready to, to to go steady with Tata. Let's take it slow. That's what I tell all the girls. Just take it slow. Let's enjoy these little partidos modelos, these little victories that we had, and let's let's hope that Tata is the truth, you know. And um, I do see Mexico winning the Gold Cup like really easily. Like I don't see much adversity. I don't know, man. It's just well, and then that, that's always been their problem is that, is that when they think that, then the team comes up and bites them in the butt. But but I do think that it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be easy. I think that they'll they'll, they'll make the final, but I don't think that if they if the final, especially against the U.S., is not going to be easy. Uh, you mm. know, the, the, the U.S. has a generational change, uh, just like Mexico does. Who's their and, coach? And they have a lot of. Uh, it doesn't matter. Cause, 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 uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the, the coach is. Because the coach is gonna it was at Burhalter. I mean, you know, he's. But they're gonna they're gonna play, the way that they always play against against Mexico, which is absorb and counter. No, and they man. have a couple of really fast guys in the wings that have that, that have esto, skills. Esto I'm huele just, a goleada, man. I'm just I'm telling calling you. it out. I'm calling it now, right, dude. Right. I'm calling my shot today, April fourth, twenty one fifty seven. It's it's gonna be goleada. It's gonna be like that five zero, that we had. Long time ago. Well, I hope for your sake that you're right, but I, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just don't see it. I think it's going to be like today's be... game against Kansas City, no, five zero. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh man, it is. Uh, it is going to be nothing like the game. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's uh, Mexico had enjoyed a nice, a nice ten year run against the U.S. That's got some really great results. Against the U.S., but uh, I do think the tide is gonna is gonna start turning in that in that rivalry, and it could start this summer. Well, uh, Pulisic's gonna have some some big shoes to fill at Chelsea. Well, Pulisic is injured, so you know he's, well, he's not gonna be one hundred percent. But well, I mean, for like, uh, I mean, not not for the national team, but I mean, like, just when he joins Chelsea, there's some big shoes to fill. Yeah, no, there's there's no question. It's uh, it's it's going to be 
interesting to see how it plays out. But like I said, he's injured right now, so mm. yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he's back for another couple of weeks. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, for sure, man. Anything else? Any closing thoughts? Chickies. Uh. No, I mean, we we discussed a lot of things. Just one one other thing that I, I don't want to go too much into, but uh, Bam Bam Samorano was talking about Gio Tuchivas. Um, I think it's just all talk, but um, we can discuss that later since we've gone on for quite a while. It's just well, he a and his, final uh, thought. Well, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, it's uh, Chivas. As as the trash talking what he does says. Chivas, don't make me laugh. I think it's just speculation and what what if like what what um, could he help Chivas out and but uh. Well, did Bum Bum play with his dad? I have no idea. Mm. Or or was it like too yeah, far? I gone think it was just a, it was just the top uh, Univision top pick. I think. Oh. Yeah, Giovanni uh, is just uh, uh, unfortunate for him, but uh, the, you know his his big problem is that no one wants to pick up his contract. Gio could walk into a Verizon store right now and they wouldn't give him a contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, just remember <laughs> that, that, that Gio is being like, nah, paid. man, you can't have a contract, bro. Remember that Giovanni is being paid right? not to play right now. He's being paid not to play, so. I know. Like, I know. When, you, when, you a, when you get a gig like that, call me. Oh, geez. No, I, I don't. I don't think he's getting paid not to play. He is because uh, he, he... <laughs> clearly no, he no. is. Galaxy is the guy. Get the fuck out. Well, yeah, they bought him out, but he could still play. No, like, but there are yeah, times but, when, but, but when if he goes to MLS, someone has to pick up his contract. Yeah, they still owe him no, six not... mil. I don't. I don't know. Maybe yeah, just so, wages. So what the, the way it works is, either LA Galaxy has to pay the six mil, or they can negotiate with whatever team in the MLS is interested and like kind of like split his wages in half. You yeah, know, like, that's kind of that's like probably, Galaxy yeah. can pay like half of it. The other team can pay half of it. But who would want to take that up? Like for real? Like nobody wants to do that. That's like a waste of money. He is not shown any type of ambition out there. It's it's embarrassing. It's like I don't know, man. I don't want him. I don't want him to go to Chivas. We need to worry about getting a uh, getting good coach and convincing JJ Mack to yes, because uh Chivas to suit has up such for a us. great track record of of how they treat coaches. The coaches are just banging down the door begging yeah. for a chance to coach Chivas. All of them want it. They all do. Subconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> well, dudes, it's good, good show. I think we come to a uh, closing. Yeah, definitely. Like okay. I said, uh, thank you guys again for for having me. Um, hopefully, this won't be the last time I'm here. And uh, the gap is closing, guys. It was, it was quite evident today. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, Harvey. Absolutely. I know it's last minute. Last minute. We usually go on Thursdays, but uh, thanks for. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, man. Stuff. Anytime. Well, John, thanks for coming on. As always. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Chiquis. Thanks for coming on. I'm, I'm, 
I'm being considerate because I know you have to go and uh, pack your <laughs> I bags. Do, I do. I, right, well, I do. Nice I, hearing you, John. Nice, nice right. talking to you. All right, you guys. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys next week on another episode.